sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Stan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to get back into doing our deep dives through 30K. And in particular tonight, we're going to be starting going through the Mechanicum. Now, there's complications here in a few different ways. One, this is a <laughs> rather large force overall. Unlike some of the other legions that we've talked about they have a lot more units because it's the entirety of the army as a sort of equivalency this would be like if we went through the name of the main astartes books and discussed those things there less than that but still a lot the other complication is the fact that for all intents and purposes for many people this is a brand new army this won't behave like the way that you're used to they have a lot of individual rules different types of war gear and all kinds of reasons why they kind of need to be separate now, due to that, this particular review is going to be several different episodes because we're not going to sit here for the next six hours to get through all of it. So the plan moment for the for the for the night so far is that we're going to go through essentially putting what you need to put the army together. So warlord traits, advanced reactions, the high orders they have, their cybernetic powers. Um we might get into a little bit of the HQs. Honestly, I don't think we will. I think that's going to end up showing up next time because I think it'll, one, fit well there. And I think by the end of this, there'll be plenty to digest before we start getting into those. Um, it seems like overall, probably at the end, we'll, we'll record exactly our thoughts. But I think so far, it seems like it's probably about three parts to get through this well, including the last part of the discussion of how to actually play the army. Because for anyone looking at it, we want to make sure since we have two out of the three of us actually do play it, or at least to an extent so that way it can be discussed what all of this means since it will be a little bit different for everyone all right well with all of that out of the way and a large task ahead of us now on to the show all right so we have a whole lot of mechanicum to talk about yeah we do which steve was the only because uh, you didn't bring them to the event steve brought a little bit of mechanicum he brought well, some robots <laughs> I have my I reasons why. I brought the best not. robots. Yeah. I have the <laughs> best robots. I have reasons why I didn't bring it. Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we talk reviewing the Mechanicum and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Um, only thing I want to talk about briefly before, because why not? What's the name of the new stupid uh, 40K? Uh, Decim. No, what are they? Uh, oh, the, the you, you, you Listen, I could go on for two and a half hours of how terrible it is. Don't. Don't don't start me. No, no. Start I just want to. I just start briefly. Me. I just briefly want to say that they're ridiculous. What are they called? I can't remember now. Desolators. Uh, Desolators. Thank you. Desolators. Um. So they're a bad model. Um. They're an orc model, and they look absolutely ridiculous. I, I will say. Hold on. No. GW don't. did play to no, no. GW did play to the meme though. Which okay, they can funny. play to the meme, but they're still going to put the thing out. It's not going to change. Yeah, it th- hurts th- that's me. like me punching you in the approval that had to go through before someone said, "Wait, this is stupid." Yes, that's like it, that's like if 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 you know, I put some some garbage in the mail for you, and when it's almost at your house, I say like, I I make a joke about it or laugh about it. Like it, it's still going to come out. That model's probably been ready for who knows half a year or more. The box has been sitting there waiting. It's not like anything's going to change. So like, ha, huh, it's funny we're still going to charge you tons of money and they're going to be great. They're going to have to make the rules even better. Now I haven't listened to any rumors on what the rules are, but they're going to have to be amazing because it looks terrible. And honestly, it wasn't that hard of a fix. All you have to do is take like the missiles that are on the side of the gun and move them to like the servo harness in the back. 
kind of like a de facto muscle help. pack. Yeah, like that. That seems like a normal thing because that's you see that in movies, right? The missile pack on the back. You see that on other Terminators. Yeah. So, the Terminators do that. These guys are just non-Terminators. Just you know, I don't know. It's, it's it was a very weird design choice. Um, but I know most people are going to convert it the way I saw it, so maybe we won't see that many like no, bad ones. You'll see them. Um, if you do, there. no, here's what you do. You do it the bad way, but then you get uh, nerf transfers and you put those on it and then it's amazing <laughs> again. Then I, then I love it. If you do that, I'm fine with it. It looks great. If we are talking about stupid things real quick, I do want to yeah. mention I laughed so damn hard when people started meta chasing and bought all the plasma, um, oh, what are they called? Interceptors? Uh, the, the, sure. The jump packs. The guys with the play and people bought like four, five, six boxes because they made plasma free. And then yeah. I think it was this week they secretly didn't tell anyone, and the plasma went back up ten points. Did it? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. useless now. <laughs> no, they're probably still fine, but you're not going to take no, them in those not. crazy numbers. Yeah. Um, I I watched <laughs> just very briefly. I did watch. I completely forgot because I was painting at the time for the event that just passed this past weekend. We might talk about another time. We're not going to get to here, but um, I ended up catching the GW stream and I forgot about it. And I was super underwhelmed in every way imaginable. Yeah. That's mostly why we're not making that part of the episode. Cause we're going to look at a lot of models. I don't listen, care about. Listen, listen, it's okay. Demons are going to come out this Thursday. No, they won't. Uh, the whole entire PDF is going to come out. That's no, gonna, as I just breathe my copium. <laughs> All right. They're hungry. Come on, guys. That That is the prerequisite amount of uh, random stuff. So we'll go ahead and get into it proper now. So as I said at the top, the overall design for the moment, at least, if we happen to run fast, we won't. We never do. But if we somehow run fast, we'll do a little more. But the thought is we're going to do an overview related to this. Um, just both of them discussing the ideas of the army and all of that, giving you a brief overview. We're going to go through some warlord traits, advanced reactions, the higher orders, which there's quite a few, and we'll discuss what they mean and how they work and all of that. And the cybernetic powers, again, that there's quite a few. They have essentially their own librarian tree, quote unquote. And what's really cool is that Steve plays a very, like he plays allied mechanicum, but he also uses very different mechanicum than I do. So this yeah. will be a, this is going to be very interesting to see two takes. I mean, this what? past weekend, I didn't even play Allied Mechanicum. It was they were salamanders; they just happened True. to be robots. Yeah, well, Which yeah, I, through I certain consulars, yeah, later. yeah. Um, I'll I'll probably do some Mechanicum stuff however it comes out in plastic. Though, um, I I put myself in danger the other day because I realized that um, for what is it, Helverns or whatever the, the little little night guys. A Questorus oh, yeah. and a Perferion it, with a couple with the upgrades you would want are exactly two thousand points. Mm-hmm. I know. So I've done the math. That yeah. one I have done. Yep. I did that one. I was like, ooh. But I got other stuff. I got conquest to worry about first. I know. One of these points. But all right. So overview. Why don't we start with? Um, Dan, since you have it as a full army, we'll start with you, and then Steve can discuss his view as more of the ally or in addition style to the army. Yeah, so real quick rundown. Mechanicum is a very different army than you're used to playing. Um, um, and very different weapons, very different units. Um, it, it's very 
I'm not going to say it's very hero-based. It depends on what units you take, what magos you take. But it is very dependent on your HQs, giving out borders, and giving out buffs. Um, and depending on how you play, they play very differently. But they're a very tough army. Um, tougher than custodies, ironically, uh, when it comes down to strength. Or, or, sorry, toughness. And they're a very strong army as well. Um, you're going to hear very much when we go into the units that a lot of these units are questionably strong wait in a good way not questionably strong in a bad way questionably strong in a in a ha that seems a little tiny bit broken um but they're they're really cool army to play they're very unique and i know um especially from from some discussions with some people this weekend your particular take on that is not always the same take everyone else has There, there seems to be this also belief that they're not really that good or at least i guess maybe aspects are maybe it's if you yeah, build it a different way are not good and i agree to some degree there okay uh but then by the same token uh it, there are ways around it it's just again it's not all doom and gloom I, and i'll talk okay. about those ch- things when we talk about the units but it's not all doom and gloom and i hate when people do that because people do that with custodies you know um but it's not all doom and gloom with Mechanicum. And it actually, I, unless you're talking about knights, and we reviewed the knights. Knights are yes, just did. awful. Yeah, they're their they're own class. But Mechanicum is exceptionally scarily powerful. All right, Steve. So so you take them more as an ally to your army. Why don't you talk a little bit of, or ally or put in, because we know some consulars can take them yeah. and all. Why don't you discuss a little bit of your viewpoint on that? Okay. So the units that you could steal for a Space Marine army are the ones that are like, the automata, right? So with my Salamander's army, I want to do a theme of post Istvan five survivors that are like, oh shit, you know, we got completely wrecked. You know, we don't have very good, we don't have resources, we don't have manpower, but we need to stay in a good fighting shape. So what can we do to bolster our ranks? Hey, look, here's a bunch of, uh, you know, Mechanicum hardware. Let's start taking the Battle Brothers that are too wounded to fight and rip out their spinal columns and stick them inside these robots and hope for the best. Um, and that's basically, you know, the theme. So Robocops all the way down. Absolutely. Good guy Robocops who really like fire. Um, so, yeah, my Salamander Army currently has two units of Thalax. Those are the jumpy boys with toughness five and three wounds. They're nice and durable, nice and fast um, because they're Salamanders technically. Um, because you take a forge sword to unlock them, they gain the Legion rules, which includes it will not die six up. So every now and then I get a, I get a wound back, which is kind of fun. Um, it's actually a really good pick for a lot of Space Marine Legions because of the just lineup of rules they have. So if you're thinking about doing anything Mechanicum related, look into Thalax. Yeah, I think start. they're fantastic. They are high durability as long as your opponent doesn't have a ton of AP4. Um, they are high mobility because they move 13 inches and then another six after they shoot so they could fly across the table they're really good for hit and run style play um the second game i played on saturday i was just jumping in and out of cover because i was woefully outmatched in straight up combats against my light night lord's opponent so i was kind of out like night lording against the night lords it's kind of funny um, they also make great use of them because it counts three models each because they're bulky two plus their jump packs make them bulky three because of a rules oversight that hasn't been addressed, yay. Um, you will see that a lot it, when we yes. review the Mechanica book. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, just Thalax. They're great. They're troops in a Mechanicum army, or they're elites in a Space Marine army with a Forge Lord. Um, great place to start. The other robots you'll see a lot are um, Castellax. They're basically like box dreads stat-wise, because they're not quite as good as a Contemptor. They're a little bit slower, a little bit softer, but they're still fairly beefy. Um, the, and then from there, the other ones you'll see a lot are the Vorax. That's what I personally love. They're the little Mantis-looking bots. In Mechanicum, they're fast attack. In Space Marines, they're fast attack and right of war, or they're part of an HQ slot. Um, Castellax are also um, troops or HQ, depending on whether or not you take them from a right of war or from the Pravian console. Um, with the Pravian, they gain your Legion rules. Without, with the right of war, they don't. So when you're figuring it out, just keep that in mind. Um, Vorax are fun. Their battlefield role changed a lot this edition. Now they're a ranged harassment unit with a ton of rotor cannons instead of the close combat. Um, the oh god, they got here they so were. fast. Yeah, they used yeah. to be all close combat. Now they're harassment. But honestly, it works pretty well. And then mm-hmm. the last one that Space Marines can readily steal is the Domitar. It's an elite robot. It's beefier. It's pretty cool, but I had actually all the rules don't know them that well. Oh, I use them a lot. So we'll talk about them when we get, yeah. Cool. And then finally, you could, sometimes if you happen to play the Robot Right of War, you can take a uh, Thanatar for heavy support, mm. and it's disgusting. Mm. Mm. If you want friends, don't do it. <laughs> hmm. All right. But yeah, so, no, they're great because yeah. they give you a nice, durable kind of anchor to a Marine army that was. Ironically, it makes the Marines the expendable part of your army. Nice. All right. So that, that gives us a bit of an overview of um, the forces themselves, the idea behind it, the army overall. So I said, we're going to go into Warlord Traits. So um, I don't know if any of you guys have a particular preference. Luckily, they did us. Now, they, of course, can take the core ones out of all the main books. They have all those listed. Um, I don't know if any of you, either of you guys, since you've run these a bit, if you have a particular favorite that you wanted to be the yes. one to talk about. I will talk about the science of slaughter when we get to it. Okay. It's quite possibly one of, I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah, the third one. Slaughter. Yep, 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 yep. A hundred percent. Okay, yeah, I see it. All right, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll take the first. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, and I'll take the logic of victory because I read the FAQ on it. Okay, good. I would say that's the other thing. Um, is there other... Are you guys familiar with the other things we might have to worry about from FAQ perspective? Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. So you uh, read you read the rest of it, Dan? Because I surprised you the other day. What, you with did the, with Mechanicum. Yeah, with the servo arm rules. Oh no, that was yeah that uh, that wasn't in the Mechanicum FAQ. That was in the yes, region, it was. It? Oh, it was. Oh, I completely glazed over that one. Yeah, that one I completely glazed over. <laughs> All it right. Was, it was a very niche. <laughs> I was very okay, surprised. So I'll be here. double checking everything then. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, um, I have the FAQ up too. All right. After I read my first one, I will make sure I have that available as well. Um, because honestly, I'm not as well versed in this army. So I'll you know, I'll, I'll talk about things as I can, but there's gonna be some spots where I'm just not gonna know as much about it. So I'll be, you know, have a little more reliance on what you guys come up with. But we'll start with the first warlord trait. This is the soul a soul of cold iron. A warlord with this trait in any friendly unit that has at least one model in six inches that's pinned, may still move and declare charges. But it's limited to only firing snapshots until it is no longer pinned. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the opponent's movement phase, which makes sense if the whole idea is movement based. So 
you can be pinned, but you're still allowed to move and charge. Now, um, this will affect uh, allied units as long mm-hmm. as they're um, yep. battle brothers. Yes. Swarm brothers, rather. Swarm brothers. So why don't we take a quick moment and take a look at who they are Swarm brothers with. Uh, Mechanicum is Swarm brothers with Iron Warriors, no surprise. Iron Hands, no surprise. Sons of Horus, Salamanders, and Raven Guard. Um, and that's with that's with the them being the primary. Obviously, remember the chart is not ex- it doesn't read the same in both directions. It can be different. Um, now, I, I, again, I, I've seen the units. I know a bit about them. Are they wanting to? Ch- the uh, units I've seen, what I've seen more often, other than say Myrmidons, most of your units want to be more shooting rather than necessarily charging. So I see this as exceptionally helpful for if you are taking a battle brother. Um, that, that high or sworn battle brothers, wherever it is, level they because now they get a bonus. I flip between this warlord trait and science of slaughter all the time, and I don't know which because I play Myrmidons. This is not, yeah. I also play Cybernetica, uh, but you know, I have the new army that I've been playing, which is Myrmidons, and I've been flipping between the two of these constantly because having a pinned Myrmidon unit sucks, you lose a lot of firepower. Even if it's snapshooting, but now you can snapshoot in the middle of snap, and now you can charge. So it, 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 it and remember, because I was going to say, let's say um, you're charging, I don't know, Nemesis Bolters or Iron Warriors with um, shrapnel cannons, right? Yeah. They can pin you on the Overwatch, and Myrmidons only have a three up save. So, you know, leadership, what, nine stubborn? Still failable, still can yes. get pinned on the charge. So if your Warlord's in there, this kind of guarantees if you will uh the ability to just still get into combat yeah you well, you you at least have the shot to roll for it because otherwise you yes, could lose that okay. shot um and if you are close combat or anything like that you care less about pinning if you're a shooting unit, you care but if not they're, they're not limiting you in any other way you move and just charge so yep. you, you don't have that downside so and it's there are a couple units that do want to do melee um, I assume there was probably them, a few. Yeah, yeah. The user axe, they are Thalax, but with power fists is like yeah. the short version of it. They can very much get pinned. They're, I think, leadership seven with stubborn, but still yes. only leadership, leadership seven. seven, though. Yeah. yeah. And if they get pinned, it could be real sad. So that's really helpful there, as well as the um, the skill axe, Silax. Silax, you're right. The, the Matrix looking ones. <laughs> they're, they're Silax, so you are correct. Okay, the Silax. All so right. There's a couple so, units that benefit. Uh, a, a decent Warlord trait, but very, very situational. If you are not wanting to get a good amount of stuff, slash really your Warlord in the combat, because if you want other units in combat, but your Warlord wants to stay back, he's not going to be near them to help them. So if your Warlord wants to get in combat and you got a unit or two who does, not a bad option. Um, okay, how about the Logic of Victory? Yes, the Logic of Victory. This is absolutely the one you take if you just want to shoot guns all day long and nothing else. That's a lie. (laughs) So, Logic of Victory. If at at no point during this, Warlord's controlling player's turn as the active player, if it's your turn and your Warlord has not yet made a shooting attack or been locked in combat, you have extra reaction each phase of the following turn as a reactive player. In addition, if you have this trait, Unit he joins gains plus one weapon skill and plus one ballistic skill when making attacks as part of any reaction 
and plus three initiative or plus three movement when making a move as part of any as a part of any reaction. Now, the clarification from the FAQ says that um, I believe it was cyber cyber theragy does not count against that. I, I believe that's what it was. Crap! Now I can't remember. Um, <laughs> do you remember what like, page it was on? I'm I mean, looking only, on it right There's only now. two pages. Well, yeah, but I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's the second it's page. Right. It's it's one of the two FAQs. I literally posted it in the chat yesterday. Which oh, was the worst part. Um, no. Does it the battlesmith rule count as having a shooting attack? Oh, does a model that has either battlesmith X special rule count as having a shooting attack for the purpose of the additional reaction for the logic of victory? No. So battlesmith doesn't count, is what they said. Battlesmith. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. Battlesmith. Battlesmithing doesn't count. Oh yeah, so you can heal and your the, the reason that was up for debate is because you battlesmith instead of making a shooting attack. It's like, well, does that count as using up an attack for the warlord trade or not? No, it doesn't. Yeah, which I'm glad they executed because that definitely is up in the air. You, you, yep. you are not allowed to shoot them because you're battlesmithing. So did it count as? Yeah, at what level does it count as a replacement? So that was a good FAQ. Um, I think that one's actually really good. I remember when when I played you, Dan, when you had. Um, so remember down and stuff like that, that you just like, okay, this guy's not going to shoot because he wasn't armed mm-hmm. with a gun that would reach or necessarily help. And then if you do fire at me, everyone else is that much better. Yes, I did play it. And then I realized that not shooting the warlord sometimes does suck because a Myrmidon warlord is shooty or you, at yes. least you can build him shooty. So yeah. losing that amount of shooting does suck. This is still a powerful warlord trait though. I will say yes. this is exceptionally powerful. Um, my the biggest thing was like say, um, and I think when I played against you, I stuck the warlord inside a unit of uh Myrmidons with plasma. Yes. So now the ballistic skill six, which means uh-huh. they can reroll those deadly deadly ones because our plasma is AP three for some odd reason, um, which hurts us ironically, very much so because we're only three up armor save, but we can reroll those very bad ones into I don't care anything other than a one. Yeah. Um, to me, what's nice about this one is, yeah, if your guy wants to be shooting, if he wants to, if he wants to be important, maybe not a great option, but if you're taking him cheap, you're taking either cheap HQ, you're not wanting to put the points into it. You're not putting a ton of upgrades on him. Then he works really well because he's buffing your unit. And that's what I want to do the work. Not necessarily this guy. If you take it for that style, of course. Um, but overall, overall, I like it so far. Two for two, doing well. Uh, Dan, talk about the uh, slaughtering like, sciences. Yeah, yeah so, I know you like this um, one. Yeah, this is I just like it because it, it fits my my play style. So on the second turn of each combat, a warlord with this trait is engaged in, and each turn it is locked in the same combat after that, it gains a bonus of plus one to its weapon skill and plus one strength to a maximum of ten. Once a given combat is ended and the warlord is no longer locked in combat, the warlord's weapon skill and strength are reset. Uh, and in addition, you can take in the, uh, an additional assault phase reaction. Uh, so basically, you keep you you keep getting one weapon skill, you keep getting one strength until that combat is over. Um, that's really really good, especially if you're locked in a combat with some really annoying high weapon skill dudes. Because after I think two turns or one turn, you're already starting to match them uh, and then beat them. And then on top of that, uh, I think Assault Phase reactions, at least for Mechanicum, are the most powerful. Um, because shooting back in Shroud is fun, 
but you, if you get assaulted, it's much more dangerous for Mechanicum, in my opinion, especially like if you're cybernetic or whatever. So um, I think having two assault phase reactions, because you know what's funny? And don't laugh at me here, Dave, because I know. Oh, I will. Funny. Don't, so, don't say that and then ask yeah, me not to do it. What, ah, what is this? No, so um, I did not know, and I've been playing, God, I'm up to like 100 games now, something ridiculous. I did not know that you can repeat a reaction, but on a different unit. I'm not going to laugh just because I'm, I'm going to give that. Like I thought it was literally you use Overwatch, and then that uses the reaction Overwatch, and you can no. only do take oh, and hold. No. I did Damn, not know no, until someone no. corrected me. Yeah, and I was like, oh. So you're telling me this Myrmidon unit can overwatch and this unit Myrmidon can overwatch? Oh. And so that's why I like Science of Slaughter more because it it gives you the option double overwatch, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, so does the logic of victory. True, but this also then buffs your lord. Because the thing is, so again, we haven't nah. talked about it yet. They're very, very, very tanky. I mean, a, a normal build for a lord will be toughness five or six. Four to five wounds, sometimes even six, with a three up invulnerable and a two up save. You know, but he starts at weapon skill four. Yeah. So all of a sudden going to weapon skill five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then your power actor chain fist going to, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, or eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, or sorry, it goes to maximum ten. But you know what I mean? It, that's really yeah. good. Pray for something that we didn't catch way back a few months ago when we did um Imperial Knights. What was that? They have access to these Warlord traits and the advanced reaction. Oh, okay. You, you got to explain yourself there, sir, if you're going to say such so, bold things. Yeah. If you go back to page 13 of the book to factions and army lists, um, it explains that the mechanical factor represents all armies using the Tagmata Omnisai army list or variations such as the Questor's household and Vizio tactical lists. So the faction is um, Taikmata Omnisaya, Questorus Households, and Titan Legions. And when a detachment has a Mechanicum faction, they may select one of the following Warlord traits instead of a core Warlord trait. So, considering that knights are kind of screwed out of reactions most of the time, do you think any of these actually are interesting for them? Well, okay. First of all, Dan, if you're opening a bag of chips, you should totally stop doing that. It sounds like you're opening a bag of chips. (laughs) I, everything is being picked it. up perfectly. Oh my god! Oh my god! You I'll gotta do stuff on the other side of your microphone. That's that's what you got it for. <laughs> um, okay, so if we're talking about that, let's. I would say again, science of slaughter is pretty damn good, only because again, I think if one of your pilots gives your knights plus one weapon skill, so oh, I have to flip to this now. Well, so there's the other thing though. Yeah. We also have to look because. Isn't it what? Don't you need a Seneschal to get a Warlord trait? Yeah, hold on. I actually flipped almost to the damn near perfect page. Seneschal. Yeah, they automatically get a Warlord trait if they're a Seneschal, and they're forced which Warlord trait to take. They have to take Master of the Household. Oh, they have to take Master of the Household. Yes, they're forced to take that. I don't think... So I I think like it's part of it, but I don't think they can legally take one otherwise because they don't get a Warlord trait Otherwise, do they? I don't think so. No, that it's they have to take this. And actually, well, no, so if they yeah. take Seneschal, they get a warlord. They become warlord, and then they get that a particular warlord trait. 
I don't think they can take a warlord trait. I don't think they have a warlord otherwise. Well, if you're a preceptor, you can become a, you gain the character subtype. Does that is that enough to guarantee a warlord trait? If you're the warlord and you're a character, you get a warlord trait. So or Octeller. Yeah, most most of these give you the character subtypes. So yeah. So okay. You're not a seneschal. These are okay. Right. So the seneschal would stop you. All the other ones are allowed to do it. Okay. Yep. Except for the um. All right, where, where is it? The aspirant. That's the only one that can't because it's uh, it doesn't give you character. Yeah. So yeah. All right. I mean, if if that's the case, I don't know. The last one isn't going to really do you anything. Uh, maybe it would help a little bit. You wouldn't want to do the middle one because you don't want to not shoot. Unless you're an all melee knight. True. Like I, like I could yeah. almost see it work for a lancer. But then you're not charging, so no, never mind. It wouldn't work there either. Yeah, yeah I, no. I, no, no, eh, it's a they, good. They, it's they a good don't thought. gain really much of anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they um, also can't be pinned. Yeah, they don't care about any of these. Cold, no, sold cold iron. They do care about pinning if they're an armager. Okay, if they're an armager, yeah, armagers can get pinned. So you take it on your knight true. that babysits the armagers, mm. and they just keep moving forwards. Yeah, something like that could work. So that's how that's how you do it. If you don't what a take weird um, fringe case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's true. I just thought that I should bring it up because yeah. right. sometimes things are relevant. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get to the next bit. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, you guys can discuss it more, but I'll start with the advanced reaction because you guys know the other things better. So I have a feeling you're just going to be talking about those other things more often than I will. Um, they have their advanced reaction. This is yeah, that has the same base advanced reaction rules to start with but it's called scornful fire this advanced reaction may only be used once per battle during the shooting phase when an enemy unit declares a shooting attack targeting a unit that includes a model with the independent character special rule under the reactive player's control that is part of this mechanical detachment so they have to shoot at a unit that has an independent character in it the and reacting unit character has to be from the same detachment yes yes and they must be from the same detachment um so it's going to be rather restrictive your ability to put them together otherwise, but there is one way that they can ally with themselves. This is one of the armies that can actually do that. And we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, the reacting unit and any friendly mechanical units eligible to make a reaction within 12 inches may make a shooting attack targeting the unit that triggered this reaction and following all the normal rules. Um, as it says, a unit that makes a shooting attack as part of a scornful fire reaction may not make any attacks indirectly and so on. Vehicles fire defensive, eight inches for wall of death. It's all the normal reaction shooting after that. So if someone shoots at your unit that has an independent character from this detachment, you can decide to shoot back with that unit and anyone else who's allowed to within 12 inches. They all right, here we go. So to yeah. clarify, so this to is clarify, yep, not let, the intended character has to be from a mechanical detachment. Yep. But if you do the thing, there are two mechanical detachments. Technically, you could go from one detachment to the next. Yes. Yes. Just, just to make that crystal clear. And so some people might be like saying, "But you know, hold on a second. Mechanicum has automata. They don't react. They're not eligible to react. I don't get it. Well." That's Myrmidon Erasure? No, no, hold on. Well, first of all, yeah, if you have Myrmidons, you just drool when someone shoots your independent character. You literally salivate. Um, no, but there are ways to give uh, robots uh, reactions. And again, we'll talk about that later. Um, but there are ways to actually get robots to react 
Um, and on top of it, there are some special characters, Kof Kof's Korea, that has an AOE ability that's always on that just allows robots to react, uh, automata to react. So that, that's how, why that is there. So there are ways to just turn on reactions on your robots. Um, it, it it's very oh, it's a very good one. It makes you really not want to shoot units that have the correct independent characters in them. Um, so if you make that unit a scary unit that I want to be putting fire into, this really causes a detriment to me to actually want to shoot them. Um, it's rather situational but i absolutely would never want to trigger it if i'm in a spot where you can react with a whole bunch of units i'm i'm not going to shoot that unit i'm going to fire at something else there's no way i'm taking shots from like three different units and losing mine i already lose enough models to overwatch uh, sorry i'm reaction fire as it is but um i like it overall and i do like that they restricted it quite a bit because that feels a little bit more fair with what they did for that all right. Um, how many higher orders are there? You know, funny enough, I actually never counted. <laughs> seven. There are, are seven, there seven of them. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do either of you guys have a favorite or I'll favorites? Take yeah, I'm taking the, the two that you know I'm taking. Myrmidax and Cybernetica. Okay. And then since it's seven, I guess I'll take Malagra as well. Because those are the ones I use. <laughs> Are you Cybernetica, right. Malagra, and Myrmidax? For me. All right. Um, well, the first one up then is Archimandrite. Steve, do you want that one or do you want me to talk about it? Sure. Let me just find the page that actually gets into it. Uh, 98. 98. 98. Thank you very yep. much. Yeah. For anyone else following along, we're now on page 98 going from here. Um, actually, very briefly, the overall rules for the high Techno Arcana. Um, it's... I could remember wrong. It's you need to have primes in order to do this, whether it's a normal yes. prime or prime on a bayant. Mm -hmm. They may take one. Um, it gives you potential upgrades, special rules to units, all those sort of things. Mm -hmm. And if it gives you something, you must do it unless you have something that says otherwise. So if it says yes. all of your models do blank, your models do that unless you have something otherwise. But the, yes. is there anything else that we need to say about the overall concept there? Um, no repeats, even between detachments. Yes, no mm -hmm. repeats. And anything else? So this essentially just oh, oh, specializes sorry, your thing. army. One, one okay. more thing I should point out because because someone did ask this, uh, but it's a very small sentence in the very last paragraph. If your warlord yeah. is killed or the, or the Archmagos who has, it, your army doesn't lose the high techno arcana. Yeah. It's, it's very okay. weird. It's not like you're losing... <sighs> Even though the Archmago takes this as a high techno arcana, it's more of a right of war than it is like a warlord trait. You know what I mean? Yes. That's what. So it, it does specify that even if your warlord dies, you still have this techno arcana present and working. I, I would argue. To me, it feels closer to this is your uh, this is your legion. This is what makes you a legion, yes, and why you're it, not all the essentially. other same. So these are pretty much your legion traits. That that's how I see it. Um, no, okay, like Steve. Now you can take that. Uh, Archimandrite. All right. The Archimandrite. Essentially, this is like your, your high priests of um, of the Forge world, right? So they're the ones most embedded into like the religion aspect of it, right? And they I believe have so, yes. And they have political control of stuff. So if you take the Archimandrite 
on a dude, they must be the warlord, which also means this cannot be taken for a dude in an allied detachment because they cannot be the warlord. Mm -hmm. um, in addition, a mechanical army that includes them all with a special rule may include a mechanical allied detachment. This is the one way you could get multiple, sorry, you could ally a faction to itself. Um, so basically you do yes. Mechanicum plus Mechanicum, like base plus Cybernetica, or you could do base plus um, Knights or base plus Titans using this guy. Yes. Um, and then it just clarifies further that you cannot take this in and out of detachment in case the has to be the Warlord thing didn't already cover that. Then we have two sub-rules beyond that. We have the Master Thurgica. Yep. You get an extra Thyberthurgic Arcana. <laughs> and you have Master Technomancer. Models with the Vows with X special rule and detachment that includes them with this rule. They add the following effect. List of options that they may apply to you into the vehicle, Dreadnought, or Atomic Unit type targeted by the Battlesmith X rule. Option one. Once the end of the shooting phase, they may make shooting attacks using the, the ballistic skill of the model that used the Battlesmith rule, or until the end of the shooting phase, the target gains power of the machine spirit, which may only be applied to vehicle unit subtypes. That, just to make it super easy, it, it's split fire. It lets you divide your attacks between targets. Um, yeah, so you could fix a hull point fix a weapon, fix it immobilized, um, hack it and use the Battlesmith's weapon skill, which could be interesting. I'll have to think about some edge case uses for that. Or you could hack it and let it split fire. Well, ballistic skill, not weapon skill. Sorry, ballistic skill. That's okay, yeah. yeah. Well, if yeah. you got a better ballistic skill and your robot's a terrible ballistic skill, hey, they got the fire off of yours. You know. Mm -hmm. Especially if your guy doesn't have a good gun and whatever you're standing next to does. Because we know some of these oh, things have nice pie, plate, pie, template, pie plates on I, I got something you're going to like. What happened? You know how uh, you know that one special rule that absolutely ruins Mechanicum when they fight other Mechanicum? Blind? Yes. Well, the robot might get blinded. Oh, yeah. This actually... Yes. Ooh. Yeah, that is a very. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the tactics we said about fighting mechanical was taking blind. This is actually neat. Huh. Yeah. yeah, currently that would work because blind sets your ballista skill to one, but that's your ballista skill. You're using someone else's. Yeah, that's a, as of today. For all we know, next week they yep. come out with something, they change it. But Who for knows? now, that Games Workshop. But yeah, yeah um, that's the Arkham Android. They they get they have high authority, so they let you ally in an attachment, which breaks the normal rules. You get to hack your own stuff to make it do cool stuff, and you get to have an extra cyberthurgic arcana for that model. Yeah. Honestly, uh, overall, cool. overall, it's good. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's how you me, ally in Mechanicum. <laughs> yes, I would say yeah. If you want to ally additional force types of forces in, that's that's the really big part of this. The other parts are nice, of course, but that's what you're taking it for. Is if that's how you wanted to build your army. Um, some of it you could do a little bit anyway, um, just because of the way sometimes knights work. But I do like it overall. That puts us to Cybernetica, and Dan said he was going to do Cybernetica. All right, sorry about that uh, potentially weird gap there for a moment. We had some some sort of recording issue. It shouldn't make too much of a difference. And luckily, it occurred right at a point. That's a very natural uh, point to pick back up on. So Dan was about to start telling us about Cybernetica while being very careful not to touch his table at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The mic just literally said no. 
I, it was so, tired of you smacking the table. It's like, I, I, don't have, want, I will not take this disrespect. I have a soft spot for Cybernetica because this was actually my first 30K army before Custodians. This is my legitimate first 30K army. What about those white scars? I was going to oh, say the white scars yeah, the, aren't you know, real. You know what's so sad? <laughs> he said it. He you, said you it. You know what's so sad? You've said it's not real so many times. I've internalized it at this point. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the white scars were. Um, no, Ooh, so, this week on Gaslighting Day. I know, pretty much. So Cybernetica, um, this is a very interesting one. It makes base. It, it affects all the automata of your, of your army. So you have Cohort Cybernetica, all Castellax Battle Automata, Maniples in the Detachment that include a model with this special rule. That's the Castlex. Uh, gain line. So now all of your robots are line units. Awesome. Well, the the, the troop slot one. Yes, the troop yeah. slot one. Well, that's the only. Ca- Is there a Castlex somewhere else? Well, no. You said all your robots. But no, no, all your like Castlex robots. Classes. All your Castlex yeah. battle robots. Apologies. So uh, you have the network sensorium protocols when making a shooting attack. Models with the automata unit type and a detachment that include a model. But the special rule may reduce the benefits of any cover save a target unit has by negative two. And they give an example like a four plus will become a six plus, so on and so forth. Uh, if the model is making the shooting attack is within 12 inches of two or more friendly models uh, with Cortex controllers. So if you are within range of two or more. That takes some prep It work. does take prep work. But again, if you're playing Cybernetica, you have Thalex being your line unit, like pushing up the board. And usually you use your rope. The first edition, little side note, first edition, you had your robots be like the meat force because they had AP2. They lost that. So now you use them as fire support. So you're going to be near two Cortex controllers. It's only within 12 inches. Uh, and last but not least, my favorite rule of all time, Pat, uh, pre- <laughs> Patris Cybernetic, uh, Preservation Protocols. A model with the special rule gains the Patris Cybernetica special rule. What is that? It, I'll get to that in a moment. In addition, when joined to a unit... well. You'll see. Uh, Just give it a second. In addition, when joined to a unit with automata unit type, any wounds which would be allocated to the character, even those caused by precision strikes or sniper, may instead be allocated to a model with the automata unit type first. So essentially, this allows you to not ever be sniped. I don't care if you're a sniper. You're a command unit. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Now, Petra Cybernetica, I was told got changed. So I do. I want to read it word for word because if I don't, I feel like someone's going to like stab me in the face. Um, oh, it got changed from like a previous edit, like one yes, point. Yes, and someone told me it changed, and I wanted to say it didn't, but give me one hot minute. Uh, All right. Because I know I, it's not. So that's why you're telling me to wait because you you wanted to look it over first. That's yes, it. and I want to make okay. An independent character with the special role may join a unit composed of models with automata unit type or monstrous unit subtype. I was right then. Okay, we'll get yeah. to how I was right. However, they cannot join a unit which contains models of any other unit type of the model which, with this rule, also has the automata or dreadnought unit type or monster unit subtype. That's why it's so weird. Okay, GW, you suck. So essentially, this allows you to join an automata unit. The reason this is weird for me, and so the person was right then. I hate I, that's such a weird rule. So it allows your your archmagos to join an automata unit. What it does not allow is your archmagos in the bayant join an automata unit, which makes no sense because uh, uh, they they're monstrous. Restriction more, yeah, it makes you monstrous. Yeah, and they which can't makes join. no sense because abeyants make them anyway. Doesn't matter. But that's what that's Patrick Cyrenetica. You're allowed to join automata units. 
which is great. I love that. That's great. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe when it's all said, then we'll talk about strengths and all. But no, this one does yeah. feel very strong. Gaining a yes. gaining a unit as a line, being able to essentially get a command squad, and you get to reduce cover, especially with some of your weapons that go straight to cover, is great. Yeah. There are some weaknesses, but again, we'll talk about that when we actually talk about the units itself. Yeah. Yeah, we we will not be getting to today. No, we will That's not. All right. all right. Um, I'll take the next one. Why not? Uh, Lacromarta. Um, okay. So this one is for, as it says in in sort of the flood, the master of thralls and servitors. So this is the one working with the squishier options. So the first one is incorruptible flesh. If you hit a model that has this special rule, um, or any model with the infantry unit subtype that they join rending poison flesh paint all of that only affects them on a six so much harder to get those rules off of them and that is the model that has the rule now okay so let me let me just check something <laughs> here go ahead so say for lacromarta getting the rule is it just your prime who gets it naturally i'm not talking about and the units he joined all that kind of stuff sure but who actually gets the Lacromarta essentially rule? Because they talk about any hits allocated model with this special rule. The or any model with or the infantry. I'm fine with that. I don't care yeah. about that part. We'll get to that. I want to talk about the model that has the special rule. When you're talking about these different... Uh, sorry. Uh, when you're talking about these high techno arcana, these orders, uh-huh. who naturally gets mm-hmm. the order? Is it just your prime? The priest. Yeah. Okay. That will will person take the upgrade for. Okay, got it. Because some of these have artery-wide effects, such as the networked protocols from the last one. Yes. That doesn't go away. But the flesh, it's part of that model lets you do a thing. Okay. When you're in its unit. Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify. Because, uh, yeah, I understand the model, the the unit, they they joined. Sure, I'm fine with that. But the first part says a model with the special rule. Okay, to get the special rule, it is your prime who has it. And then this one, also anyone he's with. So if he's in a unit of infantry, those, you know, rending, poison, fleshbane only affect them on a six. Okay. Um, Opus Viscera. This is the second thing it gets. If a model that has Battlesmith is in the detachment... That includes a model with the special rules and base contact with at least one model in a unit comprised of only models that are infantry during the shooting phase. Essentially, they can make a battlesmith roll instead of shooting. Otherwise, it's the same. You roll a d6. You want to equal to or better than the number. And here's what you can do. One to this infantry unit. One, you can restore a lost wound. It cannot return a model that has been removed already. The other thing you may do is the unit may immediately move a number of inches equal to twice their initiative characteristic of the majority of the models in the unit. The movement is not running, and therefore, if they did not run in the movement phase, it may still make shooting attacks and declare a charge as normal for the remainder of the turn. Who okayed that? (laughs) I'm just picturing taking some fire drake allies jabbing them with the good juice and launch them an extra eight inches up the board. Yep. So so I, I think, you know, maybe originally the idea is when we look at, okay, you guys know this better. In this army, not, not counting who they can ally in, in this army, how much stuff is counting as, what is this, infantry? 
Uh, actually, uh, quite a few. Okay. But the initiative sucks. Maybe initiative three is the highest. I think okay. Domitars are four, but they're not infantry. So no. I think the highest infantry yes, is so let's see. We got three. Userax with initiative two. We got initiative two on the Userax. Yep. We've got two is Thalax. Initiative two on Merbidons. Yep. Two on. Um, three on the Silac. No, they're Automata. Yep. They're Automata. They're not uh-huh. infantry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so I, I so, just realized though that you mm-hmm. could stab a custodian, and that dude now moves no, eighteen inches. Why not? Uh, wait. Do you have to be in the unit, or you just have to be next to the? Just have to, you just have to touch yep, them. You do not have them. to be in the unit. So this one you could, yes. Yeah. So just launch them eighteen inches up the board, and it's not a run. Excuse me, what? <laughs> I didn't even notice this until I guess I just ignored it because I don't play Lacrimarda. Okay. The, the the assassins initiative four. Oh, okay. So the assassin gets launched up. And the tech priests are initiative three. Like the the auxilia and shit. What a- Oh man, I'm list building right <laughs> now. Well, <laughs> well, no. well, first of all, just so Okay, no, you can't do it with custodians. It's very simple. So custodians, if we take a look, armies of the Imperium versus where are they mechanical you are at the level of fellow warriors fellow warriors battle brothers no (laughs) i told you there weren't battle brothers swarm brothers i I told you that no 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 your fellow warriors are not allowed to do that i thought they get to cheat because they both love the emperor these guys don't love them that much Okay. They love that void. I, I was think I'm already like ten header on guard launching themselves. No. 18. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Dan will sit here so and the, say he wants to play fluffy stuff, and he's like, "Let me see how I break this." No, 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 no. no. I always break. I always I break it. I just don't play it. Uh, fire drinks is still on the table. Yes, yeah, fire, fire drinks is still there. Um, as I was saying before, I I think this rule was designed before they thought about, or or maybe they just didn't think about what it can do outside of the army in the army it probably it's okay but it doesn't do that much for you but when you start pulling in units outside of the army i think you can start really getting some very strong pieces um put fire drakes in a spartan with a praetor primus medicae this dude you can't go in there well this dude you know but like he like walks up with the spartan yeah Hmm. very far behind the spartan because he's not going to keep up with it Uh, he can poke him he tries in his own pain yeah yeah. Or just just play the game and have fun. Don't listen to me. All right. Sanguine Hook, <laughs> the last one he has. Uh, if you have the special rule, so you're prime, he gets Ephemera, Lacrimarta, Cyberthergic Arcana, and he cannot select um, any of the others. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. That. So okay. it gives him a very particular uh, Cyberthergic abilities yep. that he can do. Um, I don't know. I think some of the other ones are cooler, but if you like infantry, yeah. they got some good stuff. I or if you're allying people small. in. So, little side note, sad note about this one. This one used to be all about the, uh, oh, God, I always forget their damn names. I call them thralls. They're not thralls. Well, essentially, they are thralls, actually. They're, um, they're techno thralls. Techno thralls, yeah. Yeah. This used to be all about techno thralls, right? And it's so sad because one of the abilities of Lacrimarda was that if you lost your techno thrall unit, you can put them in reserve and they come back on the board. That's great. And it was such a cool ability. And it was kind of cool because you could push him up if they die and you could take your back objective back again. You know what I mean? It was yeah. really cool because that's what they did. That's that's the whole point of these guys, that they march to war and, you know, they just have thralls and servitors blanketing the battlefield. Um, but, yeah, no, that that's kind of sad at loss, but it's still cool. I like this a lot. 
I like moving Myrmidons an extra four inches. That's kind of sexy. Yeah, I've always liked the Lacrimarda setup because that's what I ran last edition. I did big tech thrall blobs yep. with heavy chain swords, right? A pure thaw and all that good stuff. So it was basically like an unbreakable troop blob with strength six attacks. And I just go, okay, chew through them. I'm going to march across the table, hopefully tie you up, and then go catch objectives wherever I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get very many points in total because, oh my god, tech thralls are so cheap. But, you know, it, it was my thing. It was fun. Unit dies, new one comes on. That ability is so good, though. The double move. Yeah. Uh, the, you, know, the, you know, the initiative move. Yeah, the... The good part, because I, I didn't realize necessarily how much stuff was infantry, but the really useful part is it even says, like, yeah, you can still shoot, you can still charge, you can still do everything. If you're a little bit out or you have a bit of a shorter range gun, even the extra four, six inches, anything like that is actually going to make potentially a very big difference. You could also use this for cat and mouse. Games. Yes, you can, because it doesn't say you have to move in a particular direction. Um, you could absolutely, if necessary, someone's too close to you, you can use this to move back get closer to your max range of your weapons so it's harder for them to get into a good range on theirs. All right. Um, that one's actually pretty cool. We so, can skip to Malagra so it's not like someone double talking because I'm going to double talk with Malagra Mermidax. You are going to double talk. So I'll talk. I'll yeah. skip to Malagra and then someone else can take Macrotech. Fine. Now i got to change my notes. Talk about them <laughs> while I change my notes. So Malagra are your assassin mechanicum. These guys are awesome. They're, they're literally charged with executing heretics and transgressors. So Malagra, and I'm sorry I'm going to mispronounce a lot of these words too. I, they're, they're in the fake Latin. I'm sorry. Why are we skipping Macrotech? Because, oh, because I don't he's going to do Myrmidax afterwards so he doesn't do twice in, two in a row. Exactly. That's all it really is. So Ictus Insidiae. Uh, any model with a character unit subtype and an attachment that includes a model with this special rule may upgrade a machinator array or a server arm they are equipped with to include an inbuilt prehensile data spike for 10 points. And this is the first time I'll actually flip to the weapons because I do want to talk about I would about say it. this we want to talk about as we get weapons specific, a little bit of what And they it's do. also absolutely hilarious. Uh, for those who don't know what a data spike is, it's essentially a, a – a, a, it's a – a sharpened it's USB R2 stick. It's, uh, it's yeah. a sharpened USB stick. What the hell is it for 10 points? Well, it is strength 5, AP 4, okay, melee, breaching 4 up, murderous strike 6 up, and reach 2. I'm sorry? Yes, wait. Gets better, though, because according to the FAQ, because it talked about server... So, Steve, do you want to talk about the FAQ and servo arms? Because it's going to affect this, too. Well, no, because the FAQ specifically says Machinator Arrays and Servo. Oh, it doesn't say Prehensile? It's the no, same nope. thing! It's a Servo weapon! Oh, my lord, have mercy. Nope. Yep, FAQ. they don't let you do that. Oh, that's so stupid. Why that? Oh, my god. Probably Dude, because yeah. they don't want it to be that crazy. That's honestly yeah. probably why. Meanwhile, Custodes have four up Murderer Strike, but that's cool. Um, so yeah, Strength 5, AP 4, Melee, Breaching 4 up, Murderer Strike 6 up, Reach 2. You basically stab someone. At initiative five? Uh, no. Initiative five. Wait, uh, initiative three plus two. Yeah, five. Sorry. Yeah. Stab. Uh, not a bad upgrade uh, yeah. to be able to go at initiative five and potentially murder or strike someone else. Uh, I'd still take them. Uh, no, it gets funny, though. The next blob. Yeah, well, let's get it. So the yeah. Interfector Auxilia. Tech Priest Auxilia units in the detachment that include a model with the special rule may choose the Interfector Techno Arcana instead of Engine Seer, Lacrimalis, or Reductor options. 
um, Interfector. So Tech Priest and Magnus Auxilia units are equipped with prehensile data spikes. In addition, models in this unit gain the Scout Special Rule. Ooh. By the way, a little side note. Again, we haven't talked about any of the units yet. That's why it's kind of, I'm kind of going back and forth here. But I want to point something out that's very weird and I thought would get FAQ'd because I literally thought it was a mistake. This is an elite line unit. Tech priests. Yeah. Yeah. They're elite line. So are Thalax and a Marine Army. Yeah. So they're elite line units um, that scout and now have prehensile data stikes, which is hilarious. Anyway. Secret. Scout means outflank as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Scout. Secret mission. A single. Arcuter Magisterium, that's the Assassin version, uh, in an attachment that includes a model with a special rule, maybe taken as an HQ choice. A unit taken this way loses the Hunter-Killer special rule and instead gains the Scout and Court of Executioner special rule. Note that this unit is still a 0-1 to choice, so it is taken as an HQ. Another Arcuter Magisterium cannot be taken as an elite choice and vice versa. So you, you can't double take them. However, this is where it gets funny because Court of Executioners basically means you could take an additional two Arcuters uh, for 110 points each. Um, you must deploy them in coherency when they arrive in the battlefield, but afterwards they indep- they operate independently. So it's a talent of murder bots. Are they yes. are they robots? Uh, no. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, it's Mechanicum, so they're, 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 they're assassins. <laughs> they're, assassins. they're cyborg assassins. They're cyborg assassins, essentially. Which is why you we- might ride on hoverboards. I forget. It's it's funny because I'm like, are they robots? And you're just kind of like, uh, uh, they're not. No, they're infantry. They are infantry. Um, okay. But their job is to really quick get in, execute who they need to execute, and get out. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, they got one more rule there. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Syndex Melagras. Syndex sure. Melagras. Sure. A model with the special rule gains the referred enemy characters, Precision Strikes 5 plus, and the Monster Hunter special rule. In addition, a model with the special rule increases their weapon skill characteristic to 5 and attack characteristics to 3. So this can make a really, really nice combat lord. Um because increasing your attacks to three means you take two specialist weapons, you get four attacks. On the charge, you get five attacks, and that's preferred enemy characters and decision strikes five up. And you can get a cha- you can take a chain fist and a paragon blade if you want with rag grenades. That's a really good combo with these guys because the rag grenades will make your paragon blade instant death. Um, and now your precision strike five up, weapon skill five. Science yeah. of slaughter will make your weapon skill six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's just this is a really cool. This is a you want a combat lord essentially. Yeah, it gives them some of the abilities that Arcutor has. Yeah, which is actually quite nice. Uh, it's super cool. I like this a lot. Preferred enemy confers to the unit question mark. I think it does. I can't remember. You can look in your handy dandy rule. Where there is my rule book? Not, none of I, I none of them. No, I mean you could actually literally look in your rule book. I'm looking for mine now. Where did I put that thing? Oh, I was looking up rules in the front of the house. Um, does anyone cheat. have it on them to check? I have the thirty. I'm looking at thirty k cheat sheet right now. Okay, good. I was uh, like, my, I do have my rule book, but we're um, yeah. we're planning a uh, sort of mega battle thing. I've been doing rules so, for that. It does confer. I, it does I, confer. I, I, okay. It does confer. I was gonna say I don't know how to move tabs on Excel. I was having like a moment. <laughs> By the way, I fixed our cheat sheet somehow. Everything just became the Primark rule. So I reverted to an earlier save that didn't oh, happen. Cool. Okay, I haven't good. even used that yet. I really should start using that. That's in our it's shared really drive. really good. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'll take a look on the shared drive. I'll, I'll look at the shared I, I, drive. 
while Steve talks about Macrotech. Macrotech. Yeah. Macrotechs are cool, too. Um, so basically, the difference behind Macrotech is these are the ones that uh, they make the, the stuff move. Macro, big tech, technology. They're the ones that will flatten a continent in order to uh, make a parade ground. Well, I love a parade. So, I know, right? Just like just like on Mulinor. No one will get salty about that in the 8th Imperium in a couple thousand years. So, effects. High engine seer. Tech priest auxiliary units in a detachment that put the model with a special rule may be taken as troops' choices. However, if taken this way, they must choose the engine seer techno arcana. Um, short version, that's the one that says, I fix, I fix robot and vehicle. So you cannot pair that with the Malagra in, interfector part, as funny as that would be. Um, next we have Moderati Munitoria. <sighs> okay, lots of words here. During that, I'll set up, but before you place objective markers and before you ter- determine your deployment zones, the player that controls about this rule may choose to alter the terrain setup on the battlefield. <laughs> you may move up to three pieces of terrain up to six inches each so that their final position is now within two inches of another piece of terrain. If two players control monsters rule, they roll off. They then take turns choosing and moving terrain, starting with the winner of the roll-off, until each player has moved three pieces of terrain or chosen to pass. A piece of terrain can only be moved once by this rule. You ever go to a tournament and think to yourself, wow, it's just terrain was like two inches to the left? Yeah. Um, I was watching the... Actually, because LVO, at the time of recording, LVO was just this weekend, so I watched... Um, about four or five different streams of various games all at once for most of the weekend um, when I was home. And in there, yeah, in a, some of the games you do move terrain. Well, here's here's in 30K them legally letting you just like push things around. That's That seems just annoying. I, so as someone who plays 40K and takes a Warlord trait, which allows me to redeploy my army, and that's super damn powerful redeploying terrain is insanity. No, it is very good. You could like, oh. This is before you determine your deployment zone. That is true. That is true. That is true. You're moving things to either say, I want more line of sight on the table or less on the table to open up potential firing lanes. Yeah. Your opponent go, oh, I see you have all the good stuff on your side. I'm just going to win this roll and go around the table and take that one. It's good that they did it then because if you could see deployment first and then do this you're it's just a super negative experience um funny so far not a huge fan i do like the um taking more tech priests uh how about the last bit they get there yes that last bit rector edifici miles bowsmith x in a detachment that includes model with a special rule may repair buildings in addition to use the vehicle dreadnought or automata unit type which I thought they already could because buildings were affected by rules that affect vehicles, question mark. It must not have been. Um, anyway, in addition, they add the following effects list of options may apply to models targeted by the Bowsmith X rule. Until the start of the controlling player's next turn, any hits allocated to the chosen model with the breaching, exoshock, or reddening rules only affect it on the D6 roll of a 6 instead of their usual effect. Yeah. So you're reinforcing the things you're battlesmithing. Yeah. I like all these like alternate battlesmith rules because they let you do things more proactive than, 
oh, I lost a hull point and you didn't finish killing off my model. Let me just like bolt that back together. You could like, uh, like more preemptively or aggressively use your balance, yeah. which I think is really cool. If you, if you win, say first turn, you, your, your battlesmiths can't do a thing. Now they can, especially on your vehicles or, or, or dreadnoughts or automata or something like that. Okay. I made it where the things I might care about aren't going to hurt me now or not hurt me nearly as much. I should say, you know, Dan would love this. You know, you would love this if you saw a bunch of plasma across the board or, or something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I, they're not necessarily, they're far from the best. I think that's absolutely true. They're definitely not the best. But so far, I like them the most because they let me take a bunch of tech priests and do cool tech priest things. And personally, I like that a lot. So, uh, it's a great way to counter sniper spam. Yes. Or plasma spam. Mm hmm. The only way to do plasmas is spamming them. So, you need a lot. Uh, all right. Dan can talk about his Myrmidac. Yes, the second army I built, um, and I don't know if it's I don't I don't know if I like it more than Cybernetica. I, I always anyway, Myrmidax, um, probably also the coolest looking unit in uh, Mechanicum. Fight me! Um, <laughs> I think these are probably the coolest ones. So, Avatar of Destruction, a single Thanatar Siege Automata Maniple unit consists of a single model may be taken as a non-compulsory HQ choice and a detachment that includes a model with this special rule. This model must be replaced with a Thanatar must be, oh my god, sorry. This model must be replaced with a Thanatar Calyx that's the one with the big last cannon on it and may not take the Paragon of Metal upgrade. However, while wholly within six inches of the Thanatar Calyx taken as an HQ choice in this way, friendly Myrmidon Secular Hosts and Myrmidon Destructor Hosts gain the Lion Unit subtype and add plus one to the wound score used to determine if they win a combat in the assault phase. That's pretty damn cool. Um, I like this because... It's gross. You, you can push up the battlefield with your Myrmidons. Now, you do have to babysit him. There's a slight side note. He has no Paragon of Metal. He is a robot. You need a bib babysit Magos Dominus because the problem is with cybernetic units, they will shoot the closest unit. So you need babysitter with this. But you can keep him in the back with other Myrmidons and have your destructors take a backline objective, right? Or you can have push him up with the Myrmidon Secutors and have them be line. Um, now you might say, but you know, Dan, those are elites and 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 heavy sports. Uh, but they are not because the Myrmidon host, uh, basically, if you a Myrmidon Secutor hosts a detachment that include a model with a special rule, may take uh, troop choices as Myrmidon Secutors, and uh, elite choices are Myrmidon Destructors. So they go from elite heavy to uh, troops and elite. So you can and it is May for May, both yes. of them. So you can kind of fill out a whole lot of stuff if you want. Uh, the amount of money that word requires is is ten secutors. How many points is that, Dan? Quick math. Uh, it depends on what they're armed with. Oh. <laughs> that's that's a, no, that's a grab gun. All of oh, them. that's a fuck because they take two each and they're ten. Oh, don't make me do that. We'll do it later. <laughs> I was more referencing that of small blast you'd be scattering. The reason, so the reason ten doesn't work, by the way, is because Forge World sells them in packs of three, and they don't sell. They only sell one of each. Well, two of each technically, because well, ten units, six troop squads, and four elite squads. Yeah, ten. Oh yeah, you're units. right. So, and that would be, and they could go up to ten. So that'd be sixty. No, no, that wouldn't be. No, that'd be ninety. Is, ninety, which is still a no, multiple. Sorry, hundred. My apologies, because six and that four is take not a multiple of three. So. No. You, I, have you got a couple extra guys left over. Two left over, yeah. 
That's okay. You got so, that for you'll need their parts anyway for when someone else breaks. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, the model also the vessel of destruction. So the Archmagos who has Myrmidox uh, will gain hatred everything because he's a Myrmidon now. All Myrmidons have hatred essentially. Uh, he's bulky three, and his wound characteristic gets increased to five. So he gets super chunky. So this is a really good. So what's ironic, or I guess quotes, the the right of war isn't as powerful as cybernetica but myrmidons are more powerful than cybernetic units yes so that's what makes this right of war so important it's not that you know oh okay thanator becomes hq but you still need to babysit it gives line in a six inch wholly within bubble very hard to do okay myrmidons become troops and elites but the myrmidon itself is such a stupidly and i dare say overpowered unit they need to lose a wound there's no reason they're four wounds um but that that's why this makes this right of war so a little oppressive it's not the right of war that's oppressive it's the actual unit that's uh, oppressive but still super cool um i wish it wasn't as oppressive as it was i wish it wasn't as broken as it was because i think myrmidons seem like a myrmidon army so dave be honest Ignoring the rules part and how overpowered it is, yeah. does it look cool on the battlefield? Reasonably so. I will say my biggest attraction from Mechanicum in general is I'm really hit and miss on how I feel about the units. Some of them look pretty cool. Some of the Myrmidons do. Um, but some of the other stuff just doesn't. So they look neat, right, sure. but I do like to see yeah. variety. Because as someone who doesn't play it, oh yeah, these guys are different. Okay, because of a little weapon on their shoulder. Like I, I like when they look a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, in in Space Marines, yeah, the general Space Marines the same, but when the weapons are really different, they tend to be, um, I think, a little bit bigger or easier to notice, or maybe just because yeah. I know them better. True, but no, they, think, it does a lot of its identity. I honestly, I'm a big so. fan of axes. Anyone who has played me or knows my Custodes armies knows that whenever I take an axe is available, I will absolutely take an axe, uh, even yeah. if it's not completely. And they have ginormous axes so it's just i just love and they, they hold it with their little tiny piddly hands it's so cute <laughs> they got tiny little like baby babby hands <laughs> wow. take my strong <laughs> it's essentially what it is oh man but no this is a really good right of war I should call it the high techno arcana. Apologies. Yeah, I uh, know it, it's a right of it's it's a right of it's a yeah, well. Honestly, it's more of like a legion trait. The thing. You could really? layer them within an army. Yes. Yeah. You could take right? and Myrmidons yeah. and Cybernetica too. Cybernetic will do good, but Myr- both of these are really powerful. I like these and I play them. So I played yeah. Milagra too, but yeah. All right, we got one last of these to go through. So this is Reductor. Um, these are the ones tearing everything apart. Um, I'll go through the last one first because it's easy. Secrets of Annihilation. They get the Artificial Reductor Cyberthergic Arcana. So they can take their abilities from there. Um, when Steve talked before about Macrotech, uh, was that it? Yeah. It's, oh, you get these things and, and here's some of these bonuses and move stuff around. These guys are essentially sort of the opposite of that. So models that have Battlesmith. Um, they may target buildings with that Battlesmith in addition to vehicles, dreadnoughts, automata. However, they may neither choose any option that restores lost wounds or hole points. They cannot just repair destroyed weapons or mobilize results. So normally you take a Battlesmith because of the, the healing effects. 
these guys are not allowed to heal in any way whatsoever. Here's what they do when they're um, essentially in base contact with a model using all the normal battle t- Battlesmith type rules. They can cause a target building or model with the vehicle unit type, single, uh, sorry, vehicle type, um, unit type to lose a single hole point. So you can take a hole point off of a building or a vehicle. Just auto take one off again if you make your Battlesmith roll. You can inflict an automatic wound with no saves of any kind allowed to a model that's a Dreadnought or Automata. You can inflict an automatic weapon destroyed result on a building or a vehicle unit. The target does not lose a hole point, though, because of this. Or you can inflict an automatic immobilized result, and again, you don't lose a hole point. Um, Reductor, uh, let me do the other one. I'll discuss a little bit more of the details of that. The other one is very simple, Harbinger Devastation. In the other one, you got to pick three terrain features and move them around. In this one, you get to pick three terrain features, if you wish, up to three. If they give cover, they no longer give cover, and they're both difficult and dangerous. Um, if the item chosen is a building or fortification, then you roll on the building damage table with a plus one modifier to see what happens to it. If both people have it, you go back and forth, just like before. Um, these guys are hilarious. I'm I, crying as a custodian's player. <laughs> well, oh, you're moving the cover. Yep, because we get yeah. four up cover. That's how we survive. And, and making it dangerous means you don't even necessarily want to run through it. Yeah, no, this Difficult is difficult and dangerous. So it's slowing oh you down my. and potentially hurting you. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I think this one is absolutely hilarious. This one might be my favorite. Um, I it is far from the best. And I'm go ahead. So shocked, Mister Dreadwing slash Creeping Death. Yes. I haven't run so the dra- I haven't run the creeping death. Yeah, <laughs> I will though. Um, it's not even the second part. The second part is nice, and yeah, uh, and again, the the harbinger devastation. It's before objective markers have been placed or deployment. So if you remove it, cover from terrain and deployment zones, you might get screwed over. Unless you want to remove a little bit from both, because you're just going out there, and who cares? Um, if they want to sit back more, yeah, take it out of a little bit of both. If you're going to rush up, the cover's not going to help you anyway. What I love about it, and also why I don't think it's that good, your Battlesmith can just like go walk up to vehicles and just start screwing them up, which yeah. is hilarious. Just start Booping them, yep. Yes, but he's got to get there. And the getting there is a big, big, big thing. But if you can, I think it's hilarious. Be like, oh, that that vehicle. I'm worried. I want it dead because of the giant weapon it has. Nope, gone. Man, if it gets any closer, I have a trouble. You're not moving ever again. I think it's hilarious. I will say, since I remember them in 1.0, my biggest sad, like big sad, is that they also used to increase your heavy support slot by one. So you used to be able to take Uh, a fourth heavy support. And it hurts me internally that they got rid You're of that. You're hurting me in the Iron Warriors right now. I, I'm suffering the same yeah, thing, it, bro. It, that was like literally the point of Reductor. Oh, I'm artillery. Like, reduce. I don't want to see this building anymore. Um, so it hurts that they got rid of that. I can see why. Because, uh, again, when we talk about the units, you'll see some of the heavy sport units are um, um, <laughs> uh, a little mean. Uh, but uh, it's just it, it hurts a little bit. They probably had to do it because of your ability to remove cover, because you could take some of those very heavy units, remove all the cover on your opponent's side, hoping you win the roll-off. But then if you win it, they're essentially all out in the open. If you can oh, yeah, see them, they screwed. get nothing. 
Yes, I fully agree with why they did it, but it is sort of a shame. If, you know what, I would have been fine. Give them the extra heavy, but limit, like, the best heavy option. That way they can't necessarily do that. I gotta find my old Mechanicum book, but I think it was you got an extra heavy, but you lost a fast attack. I'm fine with that. I, I think that would be really cool. It was it was you you traded because they're, they're not fast. You don't need fast. <laughs> you don't need fast attack to destroy an entire city block. No, <laughs> no, um, no. Overall, I do I do think they're the coolest. Uh, I know which one Dan likes the most. What about you, Steve? Oh, there's there's so many options. I I'm really liking the Lacrimarda one though. I'm really liking that. Uh, just because making something just sprint up the board is hilarious. Yeah. I like I like the previous edition one more for the theme I was trying to build. Okay, but just pushing models around is always funny. I like that a lot. All right. Um, all of them overall do feel pretty good. They feel like they could do something. Unlike when you look at certain legions, because like, I, I I equate this to legions. When you look at some legions, you can say like ah, it could be fine, but you just don't necessarily feel it. I mean not necessarily play each of these but i can see where they're used i can see how good they all can be and essentially an overall strength i don't know at the moment if i would say one is so so much better than the other because they all can do what they do well um depends on you know what you need done or what you have available all right we are now on to cyber's Thurgic powers which 92 93 yep. yep start on page 92 so this is actually before where we just were, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to summarize these two pages because summarize what all this means. So this uh, cyberthurgy is essentially a psychic power, Mm. but it's not a psychic power. Actually cyberthurgy, a stupid question. When you take a psychic power, um, do you take D3 wounds or a single wound? D3. Oh, okay. So there's the difference. Oh, okay. So anyway, I just wanted to check. So cyberthurgy is essentially your version of a, our version of a psychic power. You have a cyberthergic rule. You have certain cyberthergic classes, right? So you you kind of heard some of their names before, but you have like Artificia Cybernetica, Artificia Machina, um, Ephemera and Curses, so on and so forth. Essentially, you take a leadership test to pass the cyberthergic test. Um, if you pass, you pass. If you fail, you take a cyberthergic feedback, which essentially is when a model uh, or unit suffers a cyberthergic feedback or receives a single wound against which only invulnerable saves may be taken. Uh, no damage mitigation rules will be made to negate these, so you can't take an armor save either. Um, and these wounds must be allocated to a model with the cyberthergic unit t- subtype. So most likely it's going to, to essentially hurt the person that did it. However, very importantly... Uh, in addition, uh, the cyberthergists that any unit is currently part of are immediately pinned. All right. Ooh. So, now yes. this is this is worse than failing yes. the psychic check. Perils of the warp. If the cyberthergist is a model with a vehicle or automata unit type, there are some automatas with this. That's why. Hmm. Then it suffers D three hull points or wounds against which only invulnerable saves will be taken. But then the unit's not pinned because automata and vehicles cannot be pinned. That's why. Yeah. So you take one wound, but you are immediately pinned, which is better. Unless you take that one, uh, unless you take trait. yes, of course, yes, of course, you take a bit one warlord. That's even better reason to take that warlord trait if you use yeah. cyberthergy, because then you don't care as much. Um, and uh, just like psychic powers, I should point out because I kind of skipped it to go to the end. But just like psychic powers, you have a weapon variant, and then you have a 
uh, I'm not going to call it a spell, but it's essentially your version of a spell. It's a right. So yeah. you have the, you have the right, which is the spell essentially, and you have the weapon, which can be turned on and off. Um, that's basically the most important thing about it. it's two pages, like thirteen paragraphs, but that's what it literally res- comes down to, right? And and you have one of these if your entry says Cyberthurgist. Cyberthurgist, yes. Okay. And by the way, because I know we didn't go over the units, it'll tell you what cyberthurgy you can take in the unit entry. Everyone can take a certain cyberthurgy or unlock a certain cyberthurgy, I should say. Um, but yeah, that that's essentially cyberthurgy in a nutshell. Um, I don't know why. They, I mean, listen, they needed to write 13 paragraphs, but it, it's that's essentially what it is. Well, they had to explain it well because it is very different. They say in the one line. True. That, oh, this is similar to psychic powers. They don't interact with one another like psychic powers do. But th- there is there is something there. Yeah. But they want to explain it fully because it is very, very different. Very true. Very true. But that's essentially Cyberthurge. It is a specialized, different psychic power. And there's, I believe, six? No. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. I was right. Wait. No. no I, I just five. counted five, but I might five, have five. Five. No, no, it was five. Okay. It was five. That's fine. I was say I just counted five. It's five. Um, and there's always a chance I missed it. Does anyone have a favorite? I'll take Cybernetica. Shocking, oh, okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> My not shocked face. Uh, Steve, do you have yeah. favorites? I don't know if you use any of this naturally. So since you do, I want to make sure you get the option at it if you care. Is Steve there? Where'd he go? Did he tell us he walked away and I didn't see it? Because I have too many other questions. I muted my microphone and completely God, You started talking <laughs> and you're like, let me tell you all about this. And I can hear you. <laughs> yup, pretty much. So to summarize what I said to myself all alone, um, I have not run any of these before because I went, oh my God, that's a lot of words. I'll worry about that another day. And I guess this is that day. Hey, uh, the chickens Woo! have come home to roost. They're really good. Um, listen, r- I know the risk of pin is bad, but some of these, I'm not some, sorry, all of these are just, oof. Just be fearless. Oof. Although, ironically, I think if you get, pat- uh, hold on, I'll have to check that later. <laughs> There's something I want to check later. Just take the warlord trait that says even if you're pinned, yeah. you could still move it and charge. charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who cares? I wonder yeah, if you're in a unit, that. if you're in a unit of automata, which are fearless, do you still get pinned? Fearless confers. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh You're no. Fine there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, why don't we start with the first one here? Let me update my timestamp. Um, I'll take the first one. Why not? I guess. Um, so, they're all Cyber Arcana. Okay. So, here, here's a first question Is there a difference? In terms of some of them call themselves artificia and other ones are ephemera? No. Okay. I think There's... it's literally just in what the Latin yes. means. Yes. Wait, what? Yes. Lore-wise. Oh, get this. Yes. That's <laughs> what I meant. So, <laughs> okay, fluff wise. It wasn't yes. going to so, mean rules. I thought you meant um, rules. That's why. Okay. Artificia references basically things that are going to affect artificial yep. life. Yeah, ephemeras. While and the ephemeras. ephemeras are going to affect like biological life. Yes. Okay. All right, so so that's good. So they're actually branching this apart, which is nice. So um, as Dan said, they essentially all have a right, and then they have a weapon. For this one's right, the Animus Integro. Instead of making a shooting attack, 
Cyberthurgic that has this right may apply the effect of any version of the Battlesmith X special rule that they have to a single model with the vehicle, dreadnought, or automata unit type that is within 12 inches. The effect is rolled for as normal, but they do not require them to be in base contact or embarked. Because remember, normally for Battlesmith, you got to be touching it or in the same vehicle. If successful, the controlling player may choose to make a Cyberthurgic check for the Cyberthurgist model. If successful, then the effect of the Battlesmith rule is applied twice without further rules. An additional wound restored or whatever it is, you get two of the things back. But notice, you um, you get the rule twice. So to me, you can't mix and match, though, because their example doesn't mix or match. You get the same rule again. I don't whatever think you, you I don't choose. Think the effect yeah. is applied yeah, again. The same yeah. Effect, yeah. Um, if it's failed, you take feedback. All of them say that, yeah. Stupid yes. combinations, stupid combinations. Um, does this mean you could go four times your initiative value with Lacrimarda? God damn it. <laughs> um, Usually I'm the one breaking the green. So here's the thing. Does Lacrimarda... No, because no, Lacrimarda no, tells you does what you're allowed to take. Well, no. Oh, no. The real issue is because the Bowser's X rule lets you do the Lacrimarda thing. Yeah. But it's not an actual addition to the Ballast with X yes. option. Got Correct. it. Some of them do give you additional options. The Lacrimarda one specifically doesn't get worded that way. Okay. Okay. Got it. But um, th- um Master Technomancer, so the hacking you use my ballistic skill thing works with this. Nice. So you have a twelve inch reach instead of base to base. Um the macro tech you can't cause rending against me except on sixes that'll work basically the other ones seem like they still work yeah yeah the other ones still work it's just a lacrimata that won't work at the 12 inches yeah so thank god i wouldn't broken yeah so you get cyber uh, sorry you get battlesmith 12 inches and if you make a test you can get it twice the same thing twice on the thing whatever you're looking at um for their weapon it's an animus exindor I don't know. That's maybe that's right. Maybe that's wrong. Uh, it's range twelve, strength strength one, AP one. It's an assault D six. It's haywire, datagen, and cyber th- cyberthergic focus. Um, the focus just says before making any rolls to hit, you have to make a check. This is very similar to psychic focus. You have to make a check. You get it. You get to use the thing. If not, take the perils. In this case, called feedback, and you can do it. Attack as normal, just not with this weapon. Uh, remind us what Datagen does, because it's I got been you. a bit since Data we Gin, talked about it. Yeah, Datagen basically means uh, when allocated to a model that does not have automata, vehicle, or dreadnought, or is not a building or fortification, any hits from a weapon with a special rule automatically fail to wound without any dice being rolled, and regardless of this weapon's strength or target's toughness. So basically, don't shoot this at anything that's not a vehicle, dreadnought, or automata. Yeah. That's why it's also strength one. It, it literally does nothing to anyone but robots or vehicles. Yeah. Wow, Haywire will mess them up. Yeah, D6. You can roll the one, or you can roll the six. <laughs> yeah. Um. Overall, I mean, again, I would have to spend probably quite a bit more time looking through all the little pieces. So, and now this might be, and this this is probably good because maybe someone else who doesn't know this would ask the same thing. 
all right, so let, let's say um, Reductor for a second. Okay, Reductor, I can destroy shit. And Reductor says the particular one that I get, the Cyberthergic, cool. In my army, um, so my my Prime has this Reductor Cyberthergy. You can have Is multiple it, Cyberthergics. I knew it okay, that. Okay, so I could have a yes. different model that's yes. doing this. So I could still be, I won't, um, I won't be getting the 12-inch bubble with my destructive ability, you will. Uh, oh yeah, uh, because those destructive, destructive abilities. Oh, because it's are in the attachment. Yes, four. Yes. Uh, okay. So, what would happen if it was reductor? Is you would get destructive effects at range, but you will lose all ability to heal entirely. Correct. Because that is a process. Um, I like reductor more now because I can throw one of these guys in. Exactly. And just yeah. hex your vehicles. A lot of these get mixed and matched. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm on board now because I'm enjoying that. Yeah, it's really cool. Like the combos in this. Like I said, this is a really cool army to play. It's very different. Yeah. It almost reminds you a bit like Eldar. Not Eldar, like you know, you do what is it? Uh, guide and who are the two sets of powers? Doom. 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 Right. And they right always had like a they had like a you know ba- a good and a bad. You could have buff yourself or hex someone else. This is what it reminds me of, kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. This is also why when we're entirely done with this, we'll do a sort of overview of all yeah. the things that were said and the way the army looks, because it is very, very different. Yeah, it's very um, different. Dan, you're on to Cybernetica, because you yeah, want Cybernetica. Yeah, Cybernetica. So this is really cool. I do love this. So uh, first, you have the right, which is called the Cybernetica Exhortus. So instead of making a shooting attack, a Cyberthurgist with the Cyberthurgic right may select a friendly unit... Uh, with a model within 12 inches, which contains at least one model with the automata unit type, and apply one of the following effects to all the models of the automata unit. So this will affect the entire unit. So there are four things you can give the unit as a buff. You can, when making a charge roll for the unit in the same turn as the right is used, roll an additional dice and discard the lowest um, before determining the charge roll. So you can roll basically 3d6, uh, discard the lowest. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number two... The unit, not each individual model, uh, ignores the first wound inflicted upon it in each shooting attack uh, that targets it until the beginning of the controlling player's next player turn. Basically, you just simply discard the wound without allocating it to the model. Ew. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you have two last cannon squads? I'll ignore each. Well, at least one one wound for me. Yeah, one out of each, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really stupid. It is the unit, though, not model. Could you imagine if you yes. did that four times? Oh, my God. Uh, the unit adds plus one to its ballistic skill for the remainder of the shooting phase in which this power is used. And the most important one, uh, until the start of the controlling player's next turn as the active player, this unit may ignore the restriction against making reactions imposed by the automata unit type. So now you can actually react as a robot in all, all phases. Now... What's really cool is that this is an automatic. You just boop someone 12 inches. But if you want to be a spicy boy, you can make a cyberthergy check and you get to choose two options to give instead of one. Yeah. What happens if you screw up, Dan? Well, you get a cyberthergy feedback. Yeah. The same thing and, that always happens. <laughs> and? No yeah. options get taken. Yeah. You get no options. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, oh, yeah. I, I'm yeah. sorry. Probably well, should so have assumed. So you get the option of double or nothing. Yeah, it's double or nothing or auto single. Apologies. I, I could have. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, know, it's double or nothing or single. Um, this is really good. 
This is really stupid good. Um, I've seen so many people use. I've I've seen people use all four of these. Honestly, I've seen people use the first one on Domitars to get them munched in. I've seen people use the shooting attack one on their Domitars or Castlex to not get shot. I've seen the plus one ballistic skill because that's just always good. Period. Having your you know and uh, your robots now hitting on twos is delicious. Um, and uh, reactions that's just great all around. Yeah, for something you may not normally get, being able to start doing reactions. Yep. We've already seen how big that is in the game. It's huge. Like, shooting robot units, you're like, oh, they're not going to shoot me back, is very different from, hmm, shooting robot units, oh, they're all armed with photon thrusters, which are two shots at AP2 each. Huh. <laughs> um, it does have a weapon. Hmm. It is the Mordeo Cogita. It is range 12, strength 10, AP1. Assault one, Datagen, instant death, and cybertergic focus. So, you know, you have to test to do it. So, again, this will not affect infantry in the slightest. You can't touch anything. But strength 10 AP1, assault one, you, you shoot a tank with it, shoot a yeah. dreadnought with it. Yeah, instant shoot death. So, if it goes through, D3, D3, D3 damage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just a, it's a boop spell. Love it. Yeah, this is great. If, you, if you're a cybernetic uh, dude and you're running big boy robots, this is like, this is numero uno on the uh, please take spells list. Yeah. Is this the one that um, that one Dreadnought gets or no? Is, are you thinking about Paragon of Metal? No. There's a Dreadnought that gets. <gasps> oh, my God. No, I think he gets. One. I think he gets the uh, Integro. Oh, you're going to make me look this one up. Oh my god. I am. You could look that up. While, while you go I on to the next one, yeah. Us through the next one. Yeah. So the next arcana we got is Ephemera in Curse. Really quick, was he Salamanders or was he Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um so for our first thing, our right is going to be Ephemera Perfidiae. Instead of making a shooting attack, a cybertera just with its right may select a single enemy unit within twelve inches that's entirely composed of vehicles or automata. You may immediately make a shooting attack as if you control the unit. And it may target any unit that's an enemy unit by you. And it's made of snapshots, so sixes only, no blasts. Or wall of death on those flame weapons. Yeah. Um, a cybertherogist may choose to make a cybertherogy check. And if successful, you may use a cybertherogist's BS instead of making snapshots. If the check is failed, then you take feedback and no attack is made. You have a unit that makes a shooting attack with its right, may attack normally in its controlling player's turn, and gains the Hatred Cyber Therogist's special rule for the rest of the battle. <laughs> hey, look what oh, you made me do. Oh, really I bad. love that. I love that. So obviously you pick the vehicles that don't really gain that much from Hatred instead of the Automata most of the time, but that's hilarious. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and then we have our weapon, the Ephemera Exocluo. Um, this is range 24, strength 3, no AP, assault 6, data gin, blind, box silence, and cybertheric focus. Okay, what's this? Box I got you. I got about? you because this is pretty great. 
any model with the infantry or cavalry unit type, and even that suffers one or more hits, because remember, it doesn't wound, remember that, uh, from a weapon with the special roll must reduce their leadership by minus two until the start of their controlling player's next turn. This modifier is not cumulative, and any given unit can only be affected by a single instance of Vox Silence special rule at a time. Nor is it cumulative with any other special rules that negatively affect modified leadership. Always use the highest single modifier among those applicable. In addition, units affected by this special rule do not gain the benefits of Nuncio Vox, Command Vox, or any similar war gear items until the start of their controlling player's next turn. Units that include one or more models with the stubborn special rule ignore this effect. That's helpful. Yeah. If someone's got a deep striking army or just a pie plate army, you're like, I don't want them pie plating me and re-rolling the scatters. You hit them with this, bam, Nuncio Vox turned off. Yep. And it's a good 24 inches, too, which is not a bad range. So so I have a question about the power, and yeah. I believe I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask yeah. it anyway because I want this for clarity. It says the Cyberthurgist controlling player may immediately make a shooting attack as if they control the chosen unit. Cool. So if you're a vehicle, I get to fire all your weapons? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's how I read it. I wanted to be sure. I wanted that clear because I, it, it does say oh, you make a shooting please attack. Bring a so yeah. please bring a bane So I do not think you blade. remember this, but I use this power against you, Dave. When I took yeah, no, I remember. No, yep. I remember. Yeah. But you only got to shoot one because of, like, positioning anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. But, yeah. yes. But uh, especially for anyone reading that, I wanted to make that clear. As of as of our reading currently, there will always be FAQ'd later. But as of now, yeah, you shoot the whole thing. Um, is there anything that... That's a lot better than that one assassin. Yes. So much better. Like, a lot better. Is there anything that stops you... Um, I haven't looked through tight, full-size Titans because we haven't done much with those yet. I was just going to check one simple rule because I knew you were – so Knights it works against. Yeah. It does work against Knights, but I have to check the God Engine rule because I always forget this one. Um, ignore all psychic powers. Yep. So if you're a God Engine, you ignore all psychic powers and cyberthergic rights and attacks made by psychic. Sorry. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm and so you glad. Have, you also ignore – yeah. Because I can't <laughs> – no, <laughs> Is that awful. your warlord? It's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> Kill me no, right no. afterwards. I'm fine with it. I want to kill that. Okay, good. I again. I assumed they had done that, but I wanted yes. to be sure. I'm All just right. laughing because I, I had the same thought when I first read that, and I remember reading. I'm like, oh, okay. I should point out, by the way, Cassie and Draco's Reborn does have the Arcana Artificia McMachina rule. So essentially, he's got the ability to um, uh, heal himself twice, so he can battlesmith twice. That's uh, that's actually really good. Yeah, he's wounds five. So if you don't kill him, he heals two wounds. Uh, it's not that hard to kill him. He's toughness six. I know, but you can kill him. But still, it's just it's neat. Okay, and he's got assault D six A wire. Okay, it's, 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 we're good. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, who who wants you to take Lacromarta? I'll take Lacromarta if you want to take All Reductor because right. I know you like. Reductor. I, I am because I like yeah. overall the most. Exactly. Of, I like yeah. what they do the most. So, Ephemera Lacrimarta. So, remember, these are the guys who uh, wanted the thralls and the servitors. So, chop shop. Yeah, the chop shop. Yeah. And the Ephemera Instigare. This is the side. This is the right. Instead of making a shooting attack, a cyberthurgist with the cyberthurgist right may select a single friendly unit within 12 inches that is entirely composed of models with the infantry unit type and is of the mechanic of faction. That chosen unit may immediately move a number of inches up to twice its unmodified initiative characteristic directly towards the nearest enemy unit. If the chosen unit has mixed initiative characteristics, use the highest unmodified characteristic. The cyberthurgic uh, cyberthurgic controlling player may choose to make a cyberthurgic check 
uh, for the Cyberthurgist. If the check is successful, then the unit gains the Hammer of Wrath 1 and Furious Charge 1 special rule until the end of the subsequent assault phase. And if it's failed, obviously you suffer the Cyberthurgic feedback. Um, okay. I'm less impressed with this. Although, although, again, giving this to Myrmidons is absolutely hilarious. Because now their strength eight, right? Fierce Charges plus one strength. Their strength mm-hmm. eight yep. with a booty bump of a Hammer of Wrath. And. Well, oh, Hammer of Wrath will be the base strength. Yep. Yes. Just, so it's a strength just, five. No, that's fine. So but still, look, you get a booty bump. Too excited. You get a booty bump. You become strength eight with your superpower axe. Um. I mean, they have enough attacks, and they get to move four yeah, inches. Another four inches. It's not bad. Yeah. It's nice. It, it's not as cool. It's not as flashy as the other ones. I'll I say. like the uh, the Techno Arcana more. Yeah, we'll get to the Techno. Yeah. Cyber Yeah. So let's talk about the weapon. I liked let's talk about the other one. Yeah, better. let's talk about the weapon. Yeah. So it's Strength Dot. <laughs> strength Star, essentially. Um, AP3. This is not Datagen, ladies and gentlemen. Because it is melee, fleshbane, radphage, concussive three, and of course cyberthergic focus. You have to contest. So you're gonna it's one shot or one shot. Jesus Christ, kill me, please. It's a melee weapon. You wound on twos. If you wound, this is radphage is one of the most useless abilities in my opinion because it only does it per model. So yeah. like correct, yeah, it's one of the most useful. But anyway, so and it will not work on a primar. Yeah, it won't work. It's literally the most useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's concussive three, which does confer to the unit. Meaning, if you, hit, I think, is it wound or hit on concussive? So you, if you score a wounding hit, a whether or not it is saved. saved, yeah, that's and they fail the leadership. That's weapon skill minus three, which is. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> most people the weapons go one and two which is you're literally hitting their pain points you're going like yeah. ah and it, that's very demoralizing yeah, and weapons go one and two is yikes I like it it's cool not as flashy as the other ones but I could see its uses I can't I'm sorry again I if you can't. take like let's say you take Dom, uh, not Domitars sorry uh, Myrmidons would do well with this Dalax would do well with this Dalax would do great with this and they have chain glaives now you're I think they'll also make them at strength uh, the chain blades make them strength six it, it's it's just a chain bayonet so it's plus one so strength. it'll make them so strength six strength. and then Furious nope, Charge with strength seven oh with nope they're strength four base no they're stop that they got nerfed no yeah now to, now to strength four base yeah so I haven't actually played Dalek's this edition. Six with Furious Charge. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh my god. The I, I, think, I think part of the problem is like okay, I know we can mix and match, and there's ways to do all that. But when I see this, like I, I off the bat would want to say, hey, if I'm running high order Lacrimarda, then I want the Cybertronic power of Lacrimarda. But I can't use both of them because you Battlesmith, which is instead of a shooting attack. And this is instead of using a shooting attack. I don't get to do both. If I could do both, then I'm much happier. And I don't. If you have firing protocols. Oh, if you man. do, yes. Hold on. Nope. Check the FAQ on Battlesmith, Dan. Oh, oh yeah. Battles- oh, yes. I forgot. Battlesmith, yes. You do not get it. It doesn't oh, matter who firing protocols replaces all. What are you doing? Change for sentence two. Yeah. Blah, 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 oh, blah. So stupid. 
Oh my god. The model that attempted the repair cannot shoot any weapons or use any other abilities that we use instead of making a shooting attack. That's so yeah. dumb. That's, and, and the, that's and the tough part, dumb. I guess this may be somewhat useful, is you can do it from range, where normally the Opus Viscera, you got to be right next to them. Here it's from range. But your Lacrimarda leader has this, which means he's only using one or the other. So I can just, they should have just made the Lacrimarda ability um for the higher order work from 12 inches away and give them some other ability here um i guess because they well the high order one works on allies yeah as long as you are um you know that high level ally yeah but you need to be base to base yeah and you have freedom of movement with the other one so they are different yeah they just feel way extremely similar where you where you ask why are these not just rolled into one thing yes or, or differentiated enough, like they're close enough to be doing the same thing that I don't feel I need to do both, but I will have both at least on one model. It's the kind of thing of I, you're you're probably not if you're playing Lacrimarda, you're happy with the one guy with it, and then take something else. You don't want more of it. Um, all right, we got one left. Let me put my Tom stamp there. It is, and let's see if I, I read through this one. It is pretty funny. Again, I'm not sure if these guys are that great, but it's funny. Um, oh, sorry, I need to be there. There it is. Um, so this is for Artificia Reductor. This is Porta Fractus. Instead of shooting. So remember, their normal ability is I instead of helping, I can hurt something instead of my shooting attack. Or they could do this. Broken door. So it's another case of where I'm only getting to do one with, say, my, my Primus. But... What I'm doing here is very different. Um, I can select a building, fortification, or enemy unit with the unit tra- sorry with the transport unit type that has an enemy within it, and it has to be within 12 inches of the cyberthergist. You then make a cyberthergic check. If it's successful, the enemy unit has to emergency disembark, and then they take a pinning test. If you fail, you take feedback; nothing happens, but you can take people out of their vehicles. Yep. You cannot target flyers, super heavies, knights, or titan unit subtype. That makes sense. Nothing too big and crazy. The, the flyer one hurts me, though, because that would be super, super yes. hilarious. I understand why they did it, and I agree yes. with that. That's just for play. But, but that's, you, that there's a unit cruising up in a Spartan that you can't touch the Spartan or, or want to be able to get to the, um, the softer bits inside. I'll make you disembark maybe pin you and now i can shoot you i think it's hilarious again yes. i don't know if it's great but it's hilarious oh no it's it's no that's really a good ability yes um like it, you disembark and then your thanatar with a giant plasma mortar goes oh hello yeah and what's nice is it plays very well with the reductor high order because if you don't happen to have a transport near me but you have another vehicle i have an option i can hurt that if you have a transport with someone in it, I can get them out. Or I can hurt it if I want. So the two of them, unlike the Lacrimarda, where it feels like they're fighting one another, here you're just getting different things that you can do. And one of these options from the list will be good for you. Um, I love as, the weapon. Yeah, That's, for the weapon. Yeah, uh, Manos Ruinous. It has rules that I'm concerned about being there, though. So I'm not going to get too excited. All right. Let's see. Uh so Manos Runos, which as soon as I read this, I think Manos hands of fate. But uh, strength ten, AP one, melee datagen, so can't hurt you if you if if you got fleshy bits. Armor bane has exoshock three up, so 
if I get through on a three up, cause you more damage, is unwieldy. It is cumbersome, uh, which means one is. attack. Yep. One attack at weapon skill one, initiative one. Yep. Which means, though, you're hitting the vehicle on a 50% chance because the vehicle yeah, is also up. weapon skill one. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not an endorsement. No. no, it's not. But if you hit and you pen it on a three up, you just pen it again. What? So where this is, again, not great. Since you can only hurt vehicles, I don't think I necessarily needed the cumbersome, making them wieldy enough or, or whatever, sure. But the reason so you don't go and like punch through a dreadnought in one go. Yes. That said, fuck dreadnoughts, punch through them in one yeah. go. Um, it, this also works against fortifications. Yes. Yeah. That's the only place it really works. What what I see this for is I'm wanna you know, my guy doesn't have a weapon that can hurt a vehicle and I happen to be close to the vehicle because I've been hitting it and losing its hull points. I can take a swing and maybe I take it out. This mm-hmm. is sort of the closer way to finish. So that way I don't have to worry about can he can he hurt a um, even a land raider is not necessarily great with this, but can he hurt, you know, something with an armor 12 on it? Well, hey, at least now I got a shot at it. I can try to finish off vehicles. It it at least fits with what they want to do which is harming vehicle style units. Okay, yeah, I know they can hurt buildings, but I don't bother with destroying buildings. I don't care about any of that. But at least I can still go against vehicles where it doesn't feel so crazy, but I don't think it needed cumbersome. Do these guys get that many attacks that needed cumbersome? No. Two is the base. Yeah. Three if so you give two on two a three. Yeah. yeah. If my whole point is I'm good at like taking down vehicles, let me get my three attacks. I mean, the difference in what I'm hitting on, uh, you know, might not be that great. So I get a few more hits, maybe have a better shot at killing your vehicle. Or if they want to make it cumbersome, make it better than 10. Make it make it 12. Because now I can actually, it's not 50-50, I hit you, and then maybe get through. Hey, I'm going to get through, I'm going to cause some damage. But I still like I mean, them. Armor Bane does help with that, rolling two dice. But yes. Yeah. yeah the ar- Armor Bane is, is probably key. At least you get that reroll. Or two dice, but not. yeah. Well, I'm even thinking about vehicles, but yeah, against dreadnoughts as well, that kind of thing. Um, all right, so broken door though is much better, much better. What? What is? I'm sorry. Portafractus. Oh, okay. Yeah, get out of the vehicle. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is much better. You take it for that, and then you have the weapon for like I got nothing else I can do. Let me just let me you know power hand through this vehicle if I can. Move the suit. Yes, with uh, with a big big boop though. So, um, I think we're on to overall sort of closing thoughts for where we are now. Just because amount wise, some of the next stuff, what it's going to take. Forever. Even if it's even if we record, I say even if we recorded it now, we wouldn't release it in the same episode because there's too much. There's too much information. People need a little time to digest all this. So why don't we have a little bit of closing thoughts related to what we've read, what we've talked about tonight? Um, um question for Dan. Yeah. What units? We know of the high arcana are only for the Abiant and the um, you know, the the, 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 the zero to one HQs. Yeah, two of them. Who gets cybertherapy? You, you, like who gets actual cybertherapy? Yes. Like, what, like, what, yeah, what like the spells. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, 
and you don't care which ones they get. You just care who gets it. Yeah, who gets right. some abilities like this. All right, so. Keep it nice and basic. Uh, the Archmagos, the Magos. I know you mentioned those, yeah. but just in case. So your HQ units. Special characters as well. Hmm. Um, the Tech Priest Auxillas, which are your line elites. Um, you have your... Um, uh, Only if you upgrade to a Magos Auxilia. Yes, but you... Look, listen, you... I'm just looking at the units for very quickly. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's it. No, there's definitely one more. Hold on. Uh, no, I think that's it. The elites and the HQs are the only ones. Let me check. Okay. Let me check. Give me a second. I'm just gonna. So yeah, your tech. So basically, yep. your tech priest blobs and your tech priest bosses. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. You need to be a not tech priest to do this. Yes. Unless you're the Myrmidon boss. Okay. Got it. So that's potentially seven units in your army? Uh, five. One. Wait, are we including special characters or no? Four elites and three HQs. Wait, why do you say four? Oh, because... Because you take four elite slots. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Got it. Ten if um, you take um, Macrotech. Yeah. Four in elites, six in the troops, another three in the HQ. So that right there is what? 13? 13. That's a lot of magic. Cool. So yeah, if you want to play the magic powers a lot, those are the units to let you do it. Alright. Um, yeah, thoughts? Yeah. Um, I know the least about it, so maybe I'll go first very quickly through this. There's a lot. It is definitely dense. If you are starting with this army, like I said, we'll go through the units. What at least works nice is for all the rules we discussed, Warlord trait, that's on one thing. Your advanced reaction is actually very nice and simple. That's not too complicated. For all the rest of this, for the almost hour or so this will be, because the recording's right now in two parts, so I don't know the exact time. What it really boils down to is one model gets the main part, a few models get to cast your spells, and some of those high orders affect other units. A lot of them, though, kind of affect that guy, his unit maybe, and he gets to do some cool stuff. So there's a lot to it. But it's not necessarily um, so crazy to keep up with. It, it, like, if you're running Myrmidons, you can look at that. Hey, it does some very nice things for them, nice and simple. Um, I think it feels more complicated, I believe, yes. than it is. In okay. The best example I can give, and I, mm. someone actually, I'm stealing this from someone else, by the way, who told me. You know how custodians in 40K have 37, I think, stratagems? Sure. How many of you are going to use in an actual game? Not all 37, maybe six, maybe seven in total of the same ones, right? You are not using all 37. One, because you did not take all the units to use all the stratagems. But two, mm. not all the stratagems are useful. So this is an – it looks overly complicated. You have a Magos that then chooses a right, but then that you know changes your army, but then he could choose powers. It looks all complicated. But if you're taking a Myrmidon cohort, you're not going to take – some powers that do nothing for you. If yep. you're taking Cybernetica, you're not going to take powers that work. You know, if you have no robots in your army, I am like, for example, my Myrmidon army, I have zero cybernetic units other than like the one Thanatar that's being babysat by a Dominus. I think that's the only cybernetic, you know what I mean? Like, so mm -hmm. you won't take certain things, even though you have that many options. I just like the fact that you have those options to do that. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, it, it's nice, and 
especially once we kind of go through the discussion of how few models overall can take cyberthergy, there's a lot of choices. And yeah, you can do some mixing and matching, of course, but it's not like it's all these units. You're not going to have, you know, seven, you're not going to have all five that you're going to be worrying about. You're probably going to have one main, maybe you'll have another. So, you know, pick the two that you like the most, pick the one you like the most, start with that. Then maybe you get one more. Um, it's much more manageable the more you go through it, but it will take a while to go through it. Yeah, honestly, and I'll be in practice since I played a lot of me- mechanic. I play a lot of games. At most, I've had two to three people with cybernetic powers. I because you need an archmagos, obviously, and I'll take one to two magos dominus. So at most, you'll have two. I haven't used the tech priest auxiliary yet. One because I don't own the models, um, but two it doesn't flip my playstyle, but. Um, yeah, I, it's like the one thing that you could kind of do in plastic. That, it's the only thing. Actually, uh, hold on. The Archmagos you oh. can do because you could steal 40k Tech Priests. Uh, you steal Engine Seers to be your, yeah. well... The, your uh, the Thralls. The Thralls can be literally anything. That, that's the hard part. No, no. The, it's the Servo Automata. Yeah, the, it's, it's... That's the hard part. Yeah, it's the Automata. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's literally like... Um, I at most have two to three people with cybernetic powers and they're using it every turn. Like they're really good. Um, I have pinned myself though before. Um, thankfully, usually the pinning happens in a unit that has an automaton and it's fearless, but it has happened. And I'm like, thank God this happened in this unit and not in my Myrmidons. And that's all right. I mean, there's a downside. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Psychic powers have downsides. This exactly. Well. No, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I like I like that though. It, it makes it it makes well, it fun. It makes it dangerous. One, yeah. One of those biggest distinctions though is with the psychic power, the wounds can go anywhere in the unit. Here, it is only one, but it goes to the model that casts yes. the ability. Although I should point out, we haven't talked about the units yet. These mm. models are ridiculously durable. We're talking yeah. about more wounds, about as many wounds as a Praetor normally. And usually, if you pay for it, but you almost always do, a 2 plus 3 plus invulnerable. 2 plus 8 yeah. and a 3 plus invulnerable. So even if you take the wound, it's still a 66% chance you're getting not wound, 67% chance you're not getting wounded with a 3 plus invulnerable. Someone check the math. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's 67% chance on a 3 yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Um, Steve, any other thoughts you have before we close it out? Um, well, I found this very helpful to finally go through and learn a little bit more about because I did not know enough about this section of the book. I went, you know what? I have my two units I need. I'm going to focus on that. And uh, now that a little bit more, there's some cool stuff going there's on. Really, it's um, really a lot of fun. I think – I don't know if I still want to do the Lacrimata build I did last edition because obviously it's a lot different now. But – what it does do is really cool. I think it'd be great for an Alec detachment. I want to see your fire drakes. I want to see your fire drakes. I don't drakes. have fire drakes, but I know someone who does and someone who is doing a whole expedition explorator force. If you do not go on theme. our Facebook chat and so, immediately type up what you figured out, I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh, I'm going to be there. Very Because right, I'm the only one who work. finds these broken combos, goddammit. And I need, I need someone else to take the fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's else. <sighs> yeah. But um yeah, no, they're cool. Um I feel like I'll have more to say once we get into the actual specific yeah. units. Because they are diverse. Yeah. The units are pretty cool and diverse. Yeah, but th- this this gives a for anyone listening on all this gives them a good uh starting point 
gives them a good idea of the things that we're going to go through. And at the end of the day, when we get to the other units, it's not going to matter too, too much. So one, if we mention, you know, oh, when you take with Lacrimata, or some of the units actually do tell you a group that they're with. But I, I think it's going to really help out with that. And I honestly feel even if it was earlier in the night, it's not. But even if it was earlier in the night, I wouldn't want to do more in one recording because I think it's just way too much information, no, way no. too much very different information. I would die. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you know it though. You'd be fine. It would just be a lot for us to be talking about, is all. But all right, well, I think at this point, then I will close this out. Um, as always, we do want to thank everyone who does listen to the show. Um, at this point, we obviously still have a good amount of thirty k stuff. When we, even once we get through all these things, there's plenty of other things that we'll talk about related to it. But um, at least Dan and I have started doing some discussions on conquest. Um, as of recording right now, it's a Monday night. Tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a probably briefer recording than these, um, going over some of the changes to the three factions that Dan, myself, and our friend Josh, who's going to be on the show with us, play. We'll talk about other factions in the future, but we're going to start with the ones we know the best. And doing three at a time feels like a bit shorter. We'll obviously be going through more deeper dives and all that kind of stuff later with that. But um, at least for the current moment, it seems like these are the two main systems we're talking about. Um, I was telling the other two that I did go through what was recorded off my phone with my gimbal that drifts, but I do have a new one coming in tomorrow that should hopefully be much, much better. If not, I'm going to send it back to them immediately, but it has much better reviews. Um, but a lot of that actually came out pretty good. It's still very rough what we recorded, but it's rough because of trying to figure out the best way to do it. So it looks like we actually have some reasonable options by having to go too crazy with um all audio and everything like that, which was my biggest concern overall. Uh, I know watching people play something could be really bad if the audio was garbage. So the audio actually worked out pretty well for what we did. So, um, Dan, do you realize for, cause we do have the video of this, you discussing your armies and I watched a bit of it. I'm going to go through it all came out pretty good. Um, you do realize you're wearing like sleep clothes, right? Like you're I'm cool with that. Pajamas. I'm at home. Okay. Okay. What the f- I'm just making Let the sure. Man enjoy the comfort yeah, of some nice pajamas in his own damn house. If someone judges me based on my very comfortable llama pajamas. Or, wait, are these llama pajamas? Oh, sorry, alpaca <laughs> pajamas. They these are, are alpaca pajamas. They're, they're much very comfortable less, and warm. They're much right, less so, mean. Listen, if someone judges me, I will challenge you to a game of 30K, and I will bring 60, 60 custodian guard and, and one. <laughs> one shield captain <laughs> challenge him to 500 points he'll bring nothing he'll be sad no i just wanted to check because um if so yeah, that sounded like good. it came out good i'm, I'm gonna watch the rest yeah, of yeah, it go sure ahead that'd weird. be fun um put, put, put in the disclaimer out. put in the disclaimer yeah. dan's in his house relaxing yeah he teaches we, middle we, school we, yeah we went casual <laughs> today um he teaches middle school he deserves it yeah once once I do have the new gimbal, though, I want to do something similar in my space. I also want to do an, since across this year, I'm trying to paint so many fucking models. Um, I'm going to do a monthly update. So I want to put that on some other stuff. So we do have plenty more things coming. Part of it, depending on my work schedule, of course. But we have quite a bit of that. So um, as for next week, 30K related, we are going to be going, marching our way through the Mechanicum. We're definitely not going to get, even if we got through all the units, which I don't believe, 
But even if we did, we would definitely be doing a third part just discussing the army in general. Thoughts on it, list ideas, sample lists of different types, all that sort of thing. So this will be a three-part by the time we're all said and done. Um, if you do enjoy the content you've been hearing, um, like, subscribes, all reviews, all that kind of stuff, of course, helps us. Um, I said we're available on a podcatcher. We're also available on YouTube. The YouTube does get special content like the videos that we recorded the other day that I'm going to be working on tomorrow morning. I'm going to edit this and I'm going to be editing those right afterwards until I have to go to work for a meeting that I don't care to go to, but I have to because they told me to. Um, I, it's for, I don't even remember what, but someone's coming in and I got to go sit in a room with them. Cool. Um, other than that, um, on behalf of everyone here at the show, uh, have some good hobby and some great gaming.